very, very, the, 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 the big. You fucking bitch. Right, I am very fucking stupid. I'm an idiot. On today's Howard Stern Show, we try to answer the question. Where in the world is High Pitch Eric's penis? Hey now. 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 Hey now, everybody. Good morning. Hey now. Yeah. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. <laughs> hey now. Oh, I don't even know where to begin. Yes. Today's show should be exciting. Uh, Chris Wilding is going to search for High Pitch Eric's penis. That's the big piece today, big piece of business we're going to be handling. Um, it's like a big game hunt. Yeah. <laughs> searching, Maybe not. Searching for Eric's penis. I, the best part I like about when Eric comes in is that I go, you know, Eric, you're um, you're gay, and he goes, "I'm not." And then I go, "Well, you know, you got a boner when you grab Donnie's ass and you jerk off to Donnie Wahlberg, and now you're obsessed with Chris Wilding, and you know, and and this whole idea that he is not gay. I love that whole discussion. Yeah, what's gay about his actions? Right. Like, he just completely says, I'm not gay, and I love that. He's only in love with Chris and wants him to I'm touch him. Correct. Well, you know, we're going to see what happens with that. I was thinking, too, about this little piece of business I have on tape with um, the other whack packer who says he's not gay is Medicated Pete. You know? Really? You think Medicated Pete is gay? Well, I know he sleeps with women. I think Medicated Pete's just... I, it's just... It's confusing. I'll play you this tape. All right. All right, you tell me. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Medicated Pete. He might just be a little bit gay because he does, he does, he fucks women and he loves it. But after all, he does love to show off his penis in the men's locker room at the local gym. <laughs> so I guess my guess is he's open to, I think he's lonely and I think he wants affection from anybody. Well, I think what it is, is that... You know, he has to compete with guys who can talk right, straight and, you know, have jobs and so forth. <laughs> the only thing he's got going for with him. the penis. Yeah. Chris Wilding wanted to find out. Chris is gay, so it's he, he is in charge of finding out who is gay and who isn't. So Chris uh, went on a fact-finding mission. Believe me, I wish the head of Homeland Security was this curious about the coronavirus. <laughs> Did you happen to watch that? You know, Trump keeps firing people from these agencies, so we've been left with um, a lot of uh, temporary, or they call acting, heads of these departments. So right. the guy who's in charge of Homeland Security is an acting Homeland Security. Uh, he's an acting head of Homeland Security. And I don't know, I woke up this morning, I was watching tape of uh, on TV of Senator uh, Kennedy. I think Kennedy is from Louisiana. He's a Republican. And he was asking the head of homeland security about the about the coronavirus because it's going to obviously when it hits here it could wreak havoc and it would affect homeland security 
And when he was asking him questions, the guy didn't know one answer. Yeah, but Kennedy really couldn't care because he's a supporter of Donald Trump. Well, he cared plenty. He said, listen, son, you got to go learn about these things. You well, gotta... you can't care and know what the president is doing with his cabinet. Well, okay, but I'm saying it was a very scary thing that the head of Homeland Security, the acting head of Homeland Security, doesn't know much about the coronavirus. And then I saw Trump was being interviewed about it, and he said, don't worry, it, we're, we're very close to a cure. Yeah, it's under control. <laughs> we have a vaccine. We have a vaccine. And then it turned out they had to issue an apology because the president didn't know that he was talking about the Ebola virus. So I, I, I have to tell you, I read a stat that said 70% of the world, the world's population, could be affected by coronavirus. Well, the CDC did announce, don't feel so confident. Right. It's coming. It's coming. And if your immune system is compromised in any way, or if you are of a certain age, young or old. Well, they say if you already have an existing disease, (laughs) it's particularly devastating. Yeah. So, you know, and then I, you know, again, I'm reminded that they just cut, I think it was two and a half billion dollars. Out of the budget, <clears throat> out of the budget toward, you know, handling these types of catastrophes and health issues. So they're scrambling around to now find you know, the money, find the money. You know, the problem is when you dismantle all of these agencies, when you don't need them, you know, like, hey, good move. But then when you need them, all of a sudden everyone goes, why the fuck did you do that? <clears throat> I think I have Corona. Well, my point is the timing of you getting upset that the government doesn't work is kind of bad. Yeah, it's too late. Because you supported a guy who's making a mess of government. Anyway, Donald did say the virus will go away when it gets warmer. I don't know. (laughs) But there seems to be no evidence of that. But It's warm where it is, isn't it? I don't know. I think so. So... I guess when it gets warm, the virus won't like it. It's pretty warm in Australia. They had it over there. Yeah. Anyway. So I don't know what's doing with that. Let's just hope it's not as bad as they say it is. But, you know, I tend to believe these scientists when they say it. Well, let's hope somebody comes up with a cure because that's our only hope. Right. Well, they said even if they could come up with a vaccine, it would be more than two years away. So there's plenty of time to get sick. Uh, it's a mess. But anyway, uh, I did not watch the Democratic debates. I went to sleep last night. My eye was bothering me. I, was, I don't know. You know, like sometimes you get so tired, your eyes hurt. Yes. And I just said, I'm going to bed. I I tried hanging in there to watch it. I was curious to see. I understand it was a real slugfest. Oh, my goodness. It was <clears throat> just uh, disgraceful. All these people vying for the presidency as if it's a pot of gold i heard bloomberg did the best thing he he, he just bought a commercial during it I, that was the best yeah. when when the debate <laughs> broke for commercials and bloomberg was in a commercial <laughs> well, it was great can i tell you something you know you see that's the kind of thinking i like that's why i'm for that guy that's how he handled that's how he handled running new york if there's a problem i'll solve it and he solved it that's it that's what i like but I was even thinking of inviting him on the show because I think he needs help, you know, and we could certainly sit and talk to him and so we wouldn't have to yell over all those other yentas. But 
might be too late. Who knows? Why too late? Super Tuesday. When is it? It's Tuesday, isn't it? <laughs> Next. I don't think so. I think. <laughs> or is it the week after? I, I think know there's South Carolina happening. in a week. And then I think there's Super Tuesday. I'm going to say it's about two weeks. March 3rd. March 3rd? Yeah. That's not. Is that two weeks or a week? You How, how should I know? <laughs> yeah. South Carolina Saturday and um, Super Tuesday. It's this Tuesday coming. Uh, That's what hey, I how thought. How do I know? Yeah. Yeah, forget it. So you have to come in if you want to have you know help Bloomberg. Everybody think. Everybody think for yourself. How's that? I don't. I. I. I, I well, give up. I think Bloomberg did much better in this debate. Yeah. Well, it was just a bunch of people yell. You know what it sounded like? It sounded like from the clips I heard. Like, you know, on The View, how they all yell at each other and nobody knows what anyone's saying. It was one of those things. And I don't know why they can't just have one moderator who keeps everyone in line. Because that works for television, Howard. Well, They're not trying to do us a favor. Well, I heard it actually didn't work for television. That, in fact, you couldn't. uh, It it was You know how annoying it is on The View when they all talk over Mm -hmm. one another? It was. Here, listen to this. Medicare for all will save money. Ours will cost about forty-five billion, not sixty trillion. No, I was talking about. I was talking about. I was talking about. I would like Senator Sanders. We would like to bring Mr. Steyer in on this conversation. Mr. Steyer, please. I was talking about all your programs. Yeah. Anyway, let's get to something important, okay? Let's get to the real topic. Well, wait a minute. Let me just say about all that. They only give them a minute, 15 seconds to make a point. The whole thing's They're so not stupid. interested in a point. Right. Let's get to the point. Is Medicaid Pete a little bit gay? Yeah. All right. That's what we're trying to talk about. So anyway, Chris Wilding, who is a, a gay superstar, wanted to find out. So he took Medicaid Pete into our green room and told him he was new to the city and lonely. He wanted to see if he could convince Pete to do something sexual. At mm. first, Chris asked if he could see medicated Pete's penis. And <laughs> Which is usually a yes to. Well, if there's one thing we know about Pete, it's <laughs> that he likes showing off his huge cock. But, you know, don't forget these two guys are alone in the room. So let's take you to the action and find out once and for all what's with Pete. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up? Not too much. My name's Chris, by the way. Chris, what's going on? Hi, I just started working here. Oh, did you? You know, the thing that always blows my mind about you is the thing about the penis yeah yeah how many inches are you it's it's about nine and a half ten i've never even held a penis that size before in my life it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty thick too i mean it's it's pretty like everybody everybody says it's like it's pretty pretty amazing could i touch it could i hold it i i i can i i i yeah, I, I can I, I I can show you real quick. Everybody says that 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 I, that I, that I, that I, that I have a great body. See, he got real nervous. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, then Chris told Pete that he had access to a friend's apartment in the city, and he wanted to know if he could suck off medicated Pete. Pete had a few stipulations, but not too many. And he, well, he listen. He seems to be down for it. I mean, I, I, I do, I do, I do, I do want to be honest with you. I, 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 I am into, 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 uh, into girls. You know, I, I've been with a few guys who are straight. Oh, really? Yeah, and you know, we have a good thing going on. So I don't know if maybe that would interest you at all. What, what, what else? What else? What else? What else do you do? You, do you do? You, do, you, do, you, do you do with them now? Well, I blow them. Yeah. 
I mean, like you said, you you've been you've been you've been with straight guys. Oh yeah. I have a friend who has an apartment in the city. It's actually where I'm staying just for this week. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it'd be, be it would be better if you showed me there. Um, wh where's the apartment? Uh, About 13 blocks from here, but you can get there really quickly. I don't do I don't do I don't oh. do anal though. Would you Would you at least take a blowjob for me? I mean, like you said, you you've been you've been you've been with straight guys. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, how do you want me to do this? Do you want me to text you? Yeah, or... text me, text me. Okay. Ready? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Pete, Pete short-circuited, though. He was like, ah, ha, 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 Yeah, but what is the, I don't do anal? Well, he doesn't do anal. It what don't means, you understand? It may mean that he's had a man blow him before. <laughs> Super steamy. Well, anyway, it turns out that there's a lot going on. It seems like in 2020, being gay is no big deal anymore, right? Well, in some circles. And it seems like Pete's point is, well, oh, you've been with straight guys, and that's okay then. That means he won't be gay if, right. if uh, he lets Chris handle him. Exactly. Because he's been with straight guys. I like the way Pete thinks. <laughs> in a circle. <laughs> Pete says he's nine and a half inches. That's almost like... The height of an iPad. Well, I think he's talking about a rat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he is. But that's pretty good. Hey, David, you're right. So anyway, today, um, I pitch Eric again, who is like like uh, medicated Pete. They're not gay, but they're interested in some hijinks. <laughs> yes, David. Yeah, I, I think maybe he, he might be gay, but he could be bisexual, you know, but with right. a preference toward the phallic symbol, you know? I mean, you know, there's these days, everybody, I mean, what are you, X, Q, Y, Z, W? I mean, it's just, A lot of people you know, are what they call fluid, fluid. Me, I'm yeah, just, I, I'm I, one way. I, I don't want guys. I, I, I'm the same way with you. I mean, I have a bunch of friends that are gay, and uh, they we talk about this all the time, and they say, yeah, he could be bi, but the way he always talks and what he does with Wahlberg and that, he's probably gay, and he's just in denial. And, well, we're going to go I mean, searching for uh, – Chris is going to search for high pitch Eric's penis today, and we'll see what happens. All right? That's it. Uh, then the yeah. question will be answered. Oh, my God. Hey, one other thing I wanted to say to you was uh, – I don't know if I should talk to you. Is there a way you can put me through to Gary? Because I know you're a big Soupy Sales fan, you know, for us growing up. Oh, dear. Yeah, don't. Uh, <laughs> sir, uh, I hit the dump sorry, button on sorry, you Howard. because you're, 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 you're revealing information about an individual. I don't know that he wants that uh, revealed. And right, uh, I so I got to say goodbye to you. I don't know what the, what you're driving at, that you're friends with the Soupy Sales son. And no, somehow no, the... what, I, what, what I was saying was that if I didn't know if, this guy would be a great interview. For oh, you, okay. You know, All right. Thanks. Know. It's okay. I, I, we're gonna we're gonna pass sorry, on. That one. Thank Thank you, David. I'm, All right. That's okay. Bye bye. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Genius. You better know where that dump button is. You, you know what it is. We uh, switched the board around. I found it in time. Okay. Yeah. I hope I did. Uh No, I am a, a, a as a young boy. I loved Soupy Sales. But, um, I mean, that's as far as it goes. I don't need any kind. Don't send me any, um, what do you call it? The memorabilia of soupy sales. I don't care about that. You know what I mean? I'm not a collector of memorabilia.
these people with their memorabilia. People send you stuff? People, if I mention I like some people send me, you know, old pieces of shit they had laying Garbage around their house. Garbage that they have. <laughs> gar- they, they, instead of throwing things out, they send them to me. <laughs> Please don't. I don't want old soupy, so I get soupy sales puppets, but they look like they've been in someone's, you know, <laughs> basement after somebody shit on one of them. And they send me, uh, like a book, an old magazine that had a soupy sales article or, uh, you know, a soupy sales uh, t- a toy, that, you know what I mean? And But they look like they've been through the mill. I, I, I don't want that. I'm not, where am I going to, what am I going to do with that? Where am I going to put it? You know, where, where, what am I going to do with I that? I bought him a great Garlou in a box and he hated it. Oh my God. <laughs> that was the worst gift you ever got me. <laughs> Threw it right out. Filthy, dirty, great Garlou. Well, Get I'm not, out of here. It was in the box. Look. The box was filthy. I am not uh, eight years old anymore. Ray Carlo, I love these people. They ask, oh, in my childhood, I used to have a, a skeleton mask. And uh, I go, good. Wait, you're going to go buy one now? I'm going to sit and play with Ray Carlo now? No, I've moved on. <laughs> uh, let me ask you, you know people have gotten divorced? Did they go back and play with their ex-wife? I don't think so. I well, mean, they move they on. Do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that leads to problems. What's the matter? I've grown up. I mean, not really, but I don't even like my own memorabilia. You know, for a while, I got someone got in my head and said, "You got to save everything. You got to save everything from uh, from all the TV shows you did, from all the you know the books you wrote, the films you made." I had warehouses full of shit. <laughs> And I'm I'm seeing the bills coming in every month. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, warehouses full of, and I'm buying more and more space. And really what it was is I wasn't sitting there going through the, 90% of this shit was garbage. <laughs> and instead of throwing it in the garbage, I'm like a hoarder, but because I had a couple of bucks, I could get a warehouse. That's right. It's not in your house. Right. So finally, just now, I'm going through all this stuff, and I'm throwing everything out. You should see the bills are coming way down. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Every piece of shit. And people send me their old shit. You got, like, like. Like you gotta like like um I, you know what I ought to do I ought to I ought to empty out that the that warehouse and and send it to Doctor Drew. He sent Doctor Drew sent me all his old mad magazines, filthy <laughs> dirty magazines like like they've been like, God knows where they were, the covers ripped off. This stuff that he should have thrown out. He heard I like a mad magazine. He sends them to me. They should see I'm sitting with all of his garbage. <laughs> His old mad magazines are sitting in my house. And then I look at it, and now it's my problem. I go, oh, What do gee. I do with it? Yeah, I mean, I love mad magazines. Maybe I should look through this. But I don't want to touch this. I should send Dr. Yeah, Drew. Yeah, you need gloves to go through it. I realize I should send Dr. Drew a bill every month for storage. There you go. Yeah, go, oh, you want me to hold on to these? Don't send me anything. People send me things. What kind of garbage? Yes, Jason. 
So I've been I've been helping go through your archive a little. Yeah, can I talk about archive. Someone... <laughs> it, it, call it <laughs> the arch- garbage dump. Garbage. Can I just say? Don't call it an archive because that gives it some sort of credibility. It it's, lives it. The big it's garbage can you pay to it, keep. It's yeah. the big garbage, the giant garbage pail I pay a fortune there's for. There's two. It. There's two re- recurring items that I'm always shocked that you kept. Right. I you, didn't keep any of this. Oh, who somebody kept for you? Yeah. Dozens, if not hundreds, of over the years self-published books that people send you. Oh, and they sign what? your just because they say, "Hey, Howard, please read my book." Right, and then we, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. But what it was hundreds is of them. any book that someone signed, right? They would put in storage, meaning the probably the intention was somebody who wrote a book was a legitimate author. Like maybe there was something there. I don't know. Like Stephen King writes you. Right. If Stephen King writes you, you know, and he sends you a book, maybe you save that. And one right. day when I sit down and go through all this shit, maybe I'll want to keep that as a remembrance. What were you getting? Instead, it's, yeah, oh, like, oh, like oh, let's oh, say oh, some guy writes a book, you know, my, my, my brother's foot fell off and he wrote a book about it. And they self-publish like on vanity, um, right. on a vanity publishing right. house. And it's everything like Howard was saying that people think he likes. Like, there's a lot of self-published books about how to live with a small penis or how to yeah. get a big penis. Like, like dumb shit. To, <laughs> just dumb shit. I want everything thrown out. Throw it all out, and I wouldn't even miss it. You have an insane amount of old calendars. Just calendars? Because, yeah, because people send a 12-month calendar, and they sign, Hey, Howard, you know, Did love you. Did you throw you, them out? The garbage. Good. I am so heavy on the garbage button. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. I'll I'll blow you. And I'm not gay. Remember that. It's a very, very high criteria where we're like, all right, we'll hold on to this. Yeah. I mean, people send me stuff. And then for a while, it was like, well, they they, they didn't want to bother me. Right. So they just went, oh, we'll put it in storage. (laughs) There are arts and crafts. There are stuff from fans. That are so gross looking. They're, they're these little, some, some, cl- people like to make clay versions of the staff. Right. And they're all kept. Throw they're them out. Broken. Throw them out. They're, they're Throw just- them out. <laughs> Gone. I had no idea that's what you were keeping. Meanwhile, I fixed, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's ass. Oh, what yeah. What did you do? I said, well, everyone's sending me their garbage. Kimball, so Kimball. It was Jimmy's birthday. I had an old, um, uh, Riley. Remember Riley? Mm-hmm. Who used yeah. to, you know, the, the guy who spoke to aliens. Right Remember, right. he was selling Riley Martin. He was selling bobbleheads. Yes, well, I, I have one. Well, I had Somewhere. one. Yeah. I sent it to Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you sent him mine. <laughs> no, no, this was mine. I, I guarantee you, because it was in my storage facility. Uh, well, mine disappeared. Maybe it went into your storage Oh, maybe. Facility. Well, I did you a favor. I got rid of it. <laughs> and, you know. Well, you know what? You always read these stories. About you said Jimmy a I did. Well, you know what it was? It was Jimmy's birthday, and Jimmy is the most thoughtful guy. He always sends me gifts and things. Yeah. And I go, well, what would Jimmy like? So I went through my archive, <laughs> which is the, it's a big pile of garbage. And I said, since Jimmy's such a fan of the show, what could I send him? I wanted to send him something from like Eric the actor, right? Like, like if I had had an Eric the actor bobblehead and but or something, right? Oh, the wow. only thing I had an Eric the actor signed photo. I was going to send him that, and it wasn't so good. And then I saw the Riley Martin bobblehead, <laughs> and I said to myself, "Now that's something Jimmy would like." Yeah. Like you know how Doctor Drew said I would like his old Mad magazines, right? <laughs> so I send it to Jimmy. Somehow I don't know what the fuck happened, and it, 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 Riley, uh, God knows where he had these things made. I'm sure it was the, China at ground zero for this coronavirus by some guy who ate a bat. Wuhan. But whatever, yeah, whoever, uh, whoever made this thing, by the time it got to Jimmy, it was completely it was broken, broken up. But Jimmy shock- loved it, and Jimmy must have had one of his guys fix it. It's completely revitalized. It's oh like, my goodness. you know, when someone fixes an old car, yeah. 
So he's got the Riley bobblehead on his desk now, and uh, it even talks. Uh, you have a shocking uh, amount of broken items in your yeah, quote, get, unquote, throw, garbage. You got to do me a favor. <laughs> yeah, throw them out. I'm doing it. <laughs> We're throwing Don't them get out. Emotional. When they're broken, Hundreds at a time. they are garbage. But they're all labeled. Yeah, and like, because I so sit there. And How I, did so you? At one point, I thought, oh, it'll be funny. We'll say right. some stuff, and we'll make a traveling museum, a Howard Stern right. museum. Where is this museum? We never made this museum. <laughs> then I said, let's take pictures of everything right. and put it up on the website. And I went, that's fine. But then throw out the items. Yeah. It's all junk. You know, David Letterman, when he was done with his um, television show, he threw the whole the whole old set. Yeah. Right on the street. Right out on the street. <laughs> People were looting it. That's the way to do it. Yeah. You know. And then you read these articles. Oh, my God, they just sold the Seinfeld couch for $10 million. And then you feel like an idiot because you threw out your old couch. You know what? what? Let people have it. It'll cost you $30 million to keep that couch to sell for $10. That's right. (laughs) You have another thing. I actually asked them to send them to the office because I wanted to to ask you why you had them and what you wanted us to do with them. A lot of this (laughs) stuff was saved without me being even asked. You have a stack of index cards, just index cards with famous people's signatures on them. How would I have that? I don't you, know. Th- that means somebody mailed know. it to me. Yeah, probably. All this stuff gets me. I mean, yeah. all, I see 99.9% of the stuff oh, we're going yeah, through is mailed Oh, yeah, because you always see these people. people with index cards outside of places getting autographs. Right. So I know. Just, I'm signing them all the time. <laughs> just, you have like a blank index card with Milton Berle's signature well, before, on it. Well, before, with whose signature? Like Milton Berle. Really? But there's no note. There's not like two Sounds Howard. Sounds like it might be valuable. Well, we're key. we didn't throw that one away. <laughs> really? no, throw it away. <laughs> Do it me away. a favor. Be as liberal as you want with this shit. Done. Throw it out. Done. Yeah, how could an index card with Milton Berle's signature be worth something? It isn't. <laughs> when I have it, it isn't worth anything. <laughs> By the way, there's no like documentation. Anybody could have right. signed Milton right. Berle to that index. It's card. like I had a baseball that my dad caught at Yankee Stadium. I signed Babe Ruth's name on it <laughs> and showed it to my friends. They loved it. All right, let me ask you because we got in a fight. You know, because I do this with a group and yeah. so everyone could give their opinion. So I th- I saw something. I immediately say this is garbage. Throw it away. And the group really pushed back on me. I want to ask their opinion. The Bob Dylan poster. Throw it away. It's clearly been balled up at some point and then unballed. But oh, throw so it, it's completely wrinkled. Listen, but listen, it's signed Jason, by Bob Dylan. Jason, throw it away. Thank you. Signed by Bob Dylan. <laughs> then somebody was like, send it to Bob. Dr. Drew. <laughs> no. Do me a favor. Wrap it up and send it. Say, Drew, I heard you're a Bob Dylan yeah, fan. Okay. Here, this is for you. Right. Let him sit with it. <laughs> Everything you get that you can't decide, send it to Dr. Drew. <laughs> we'll create a new category. Right. I heard you're a fan of uh, Milton Berle. Berle. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a card. Here's a, here's a, a card with his name on it. <laughs> and by the way, it's card's from Howard, so it's extra valuable now. Put it someplace nice. We have an Arson Wells signed index card. I'm getting a note here. Oh, oh great. There's send so that, many index cards. Send it to Dr. Drew. <laughs> Just send them all the index cards. Or give it, to, give it to someone in the staff who thinks it's valuable. Say, give it to Gary. Yeah, if he collects somebody everything. in the group says, no, no, we shouldn't throw that away, tell them it's there. Yeah, watch this. Hey, Gary, you've been doing a great job lately. I got a gift for you. What's I, that, Howard? An index card signed by Orson Welles. I'd love for you to have it. That sounds amazing. He directed Citizen Kane. I'll right. take it. Okay, there you go. Nice. Now you got rid of it. <laughs> Guy's thrilled. Thinks I'm a great boss. <laughs> Here's my card. Yeah, you know you've, you've given him an heirloom. Yeah, yeah. Frame it. He'll think it's even better. Put it in with your vinyl collection. Uh, Throw the Dylan poster in, Jason. <laughs> Baba Booey. That's, that's going to do says here, you kept some things that North Shore Animal League can auction off. Well, that I'm for. Yeah, if there's so something valuable that people might enjoy. 
You, and, it, and it's got some value. Great. Yes. We're, so we have a, yes, there's lots of things that actually look like they might have value to other people or they're packaged. Some think they're just like garbage, but it's in a Fendi bag for some reason. Right. So we're like, let's, let's auction that off and raise some money. Great. Yeah. I love that. And then we're putting some stuff aside that might be good fun giveaways on the air. Good, good, good. But most but, but of it go is going through, to the garbage. Throw it out. And, and you know what you're doing? You're saving me money. These storage facilities cost me a fortune. Yeah. And it, I woke up one day and I went, what am I doing with indexing and this and that? Throw it out. And the staff that monitors it. Oh, it my and- God <laughs> in heaven. Just please, I'll, I, I will thank anyone who can throw something out around here. They saved every scrap of paper. Everything. From what? You know how much money I've spent on saving this bullshit, the, the Bob Dylan poster with somebody's name on it? <laughs> the garbage. The some guys, <laughs> the crumpled up Bob Dylan poster that, who even knows if Bob Dylan signed? <laughs> <laughs> but if you ever have a decision you can't make and yep. you feel guilty throwing something out, please mail it to Dr. Drew with a personal <laughs> note for me. Say, absolutely. Is it, you know, and we'll say, well, it's nice. So here, there's a ton of K rock merchandise. Oh, like, yeah, we, we throw, all that out. throw it out, all out Keychains, bumper stickers, hats, throw clothes. it away. You what got... do I got to do with K rock? <laughs> I mean, I work there. Who cares? Yeah. And your name's not on any of it. No, it, just, it could be any radio station yeah. garbage. Get rid of it. it it's going. It's gone. Please, I'm begging you. How much stuff would you say you threw away so far? Uh, so we've probably gone through uh, 600. We've gone through about 1,000 items. Yes. I think we've thrown away 80% of it. Uh, nice. Um, I would say probably the 25% is put aside for auction or giveaway. Good. And then there's a little stuff that we just want to double check. Don't double check. Don't Throw double it check. away. <laughs> Throw it out. <laughs> Be Robin, just give it to Robin. No, 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 no. She's no, got a house. No. Fill it up. Fill up Robin's house. Back up a truck. <laughs> it says here there's a ton of old magazines and calendars signed yeah. by porn stars. Oh, it's, 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 I don't want that. Throw it out. Howard, there's a rule. If it's a, if it's a calendar, it's automatically garbage. Good. If it's a self-published How, book, it's automatically garbage. I, I, I know I have I have half of New Jersey is filled with my shit because mm-hmm. because they have storage facilities there but some are in new york i mean all i have storage facilities robin in across three, the, three states. different states in three states <laughs> new york new jersey and connecticut <laughs> have you managed to eliminate any of these storage facilities that i pay I'm not aware of how many items are in each storage facility i'll find out for oh, you dear. you know what do you you have so i Every once in a while, somebody abandons one of those storage facilities. Yeah. And then somebody buys the entire contents, hoping they'll find some treasure. Storage yeah. wars. <laughs> yeah. That's what you've got going. On. I've got a ton of honorary police badges. Throw them out. Throw them out. Well, our, our, um, you our know what goals? it is? Like, like someone told me, they, they go, Howard, we don't know if you want us to throw this out. It was a, someone sent me a check signed by Mo of the Three Stooges. Oh. Okay. And I know what happened with that. I got it. And I love the Three Stooges, yeah. you know, as all, as all people do. And I love Mo. And I always feel for Mo because I know Mo got the shaft when it comes to getting paid. And now they're, you know, these guys would have been billionaires. Whatever. I love Mo. So I get this check and I'm looking at it. And I go, I don't really know what to do with this thing. Right. I don't want to put it somewhere. I don't want to. I don't want to hang it up. Not like it has some personal connection. So I to go, you. oh, I'll put it in my storage facility. <laughs> now, this is 100 years ago. But it sits there along with all the other junk. And 
I'm telling you, most of Newark is my junk. Yes, we saw that check. Um, yeah, and we uh, we threw What'd it out. Although it? Good. we threw it out. Although one guy on the staff's a big Three Stooges fan. So Let him have it. <laughs> Send it to Robin. I don't care what well, you do. What about the Three Stooges Museum? They probably would have donated to the Three Stooges <laughs> Museum. There you go. You have very. You have a lot of just random pictures of the Three Stooges. Not like not personally with you. It's yeah. Just three Stooges on a movie set. Three Stooges on the street. All these frame things people probably sent. Right. You. Right. Yeah. Goodbye. You know what? Somebody wants gave me a picture that was autographed to them by Howard Cosell. Yeah. And they gave it to me for you. Yeah. What'd you do with it? I did not give it to you. Thank you. Did you throw it out? (laughs) I don't know where it is. That's what I mean. You know, some of these things you think, oh, maybe it's valuable. You have a thousand Uh, headshots people have sent you autographs. Please, please, Jason. Yes. I want to hear 90% of this stuff is gone. 95% of this stuff is now gone. We're going to get you to zero. Get me down to zero. Facility. Yeah. That's what I want. Like zero inbox. You'll have how zero much, storage facility. How much further do you need to go with this? We're one fifth of the way in so far. Oh, gee. What do you think if I said this? Throw everything out. Take the whole storage facility. Just throw it out. And Don't just go throw it out. Because oh, honestly, now that you've gone through a right. fifth. Have you really found one thing that was worth saving that I should personally save? The only thing I can say is if you care about awards, you've won. No. What then award no. do I have? I mean, you have various radio awards, uh, the Blockbuster Award we saw. Um, Throw it out. You if don't you don't care about that. No, <laughs> it's, a, it's ridiculous. We didn't want to just throw your awards out because they were nice. I, you don't I, want I, I want to know the award says best newcomer. I was forty five years old when I won that. Nobody newcomer. needs to know that. Oh. <laughs> well, Howard, I would and to Marie Kondo, if you can't think of something that's in that storage facility that's important to you, no, let's just throw, throw it, all, it out. all out. But wait a minute. All right, save my awards. How's yes, that? Yes, right, the, the radio awards. You what radio awards? Those. I gotta go look. Well, first of all, some of it we do. Don't throw, throw out, out my hair awards. Never, never. Uh, we do throw out some awards because I can't tell you how many awards are just from radio stations that fax you. Like, it's a fax. Like, yeah. congratulations. I know exactly what <laughs> no, you're talking I'm about. I'm talking about the Burghardt Abrams Awards. Oh, <laughs> Burghardt Abrams Awards. There is no Burghardt I want a uh, thing called that. Uh, listen. You have a lot of awards know, from yeah. publications that don't exist they anymore. Throw them yeah. out. Throw them out. Throw them out. Don, you hear me? Don, I'm listening to you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if it was a legitimate, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I'd be working at a radio station. Right. Like if I'm working at, uh, I don't know what, we, we'd sign a, a syndication deal in Cincinnati. Sure. Some barbershop there would send me in anymore. You are the best. We took a poll among our <laughs> right, barbershop you're customers. DJ. You're the best. That's my radio award. <laughs> yeah, or, or so very specific. Uh, uh, they'll be from the, congratulations. You were number one of men, 18 to 24 for the week of March 1st. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw it, throw <laughs> it no, out. I'm talking about the ones for disc jockey of the year. Well, the big acrylic awards that actually yeah, look like right. you might want to display them. You notice I threw them in the garbage. I, you know, in, I, I mean, you. in the storage. <laughs> Get rid of it. I don't Makes miss it. Job, I'm doing you just fine without it. You used to love it. those awards. I love it. Yeah. And like I love you said, it. I love it when they're in the garbage. We have a picture of everything. So if you if you ever want to just look at what we and then away, I know we saved it. every stupid set we ever did uh, or a well, bit. Well, that's literally garbage. That right. is because the sets aren't intact. It might be one thing right. you and, saw and an intact by the way, set. And by the way, <laughs> where am I going to use that? And how in much? And how much space am I spend? How much money am I spending on saving a fucking ratty couch from some set we built? I would not be surprised if one of your three storage facilities are just for sets. So did wow. you throw that out? Well, we're going through them. We're going through everything. Everything's getting throw garbage. Throw it out. <laughs> you don't want a set, do you?
I'm looking at the list of things that they're going to ask you whether you want to keep Go ahead. Them. Ask me now. I want to clear this up. Um, oh, here, here's this imbecile Ralph. He wants some of these things. Good. Do me a favor. Take everything I have and dump it at Ralph's apartment. Oh, let Ralph go let through it. it. Let him go through every item. What do you want, Ralph? I'd be thrilled. Um, there was a Spider-Man comic that came in a long, long time ago, back in K-Rock. You can have it. I don't know if you ever kept it. You can have it. Just put it the only thing I want to save is my Iron Man head. Iron Man, I don't know if we got to that, but we'll make sure we save it. Yeah. Um, also, okay, so as long as we're asking you, because there's some stuff I know we want to ask you about Stan Lee. You have a bunch of signed stuff from Stan Lee. Throw it out. Don't. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh, you see, this is what happens. This fucking guy gets all good. Send it to Ralph. Okay, Ralph. Remember that Spider-Man thing he gave you? It was like gold or something. It was like in your office in your old house. You can have it. It's yours. Thank you. Spider-Man yeah. thing. Else? You know what it's worth? Three Nothing. cents. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at one here that's ridiculous. I don't even know how it even made it to the list to ask you. Go ahead. It's a plaque from the Cooley's Anemia Foundation, uh, Suffolk County chapter. It was given in recognition of your generosity and kindness towards those suffering from Cooley's anemia. Now you can I'll never throw it. it to Ralph. Throw it out. Throw it out. All due respect to whatever Cooley's anemia is. I think we put that aside to look up what Cooley's anemia is. Do me a favor. Gary. The fact that it's on a list to ask me about shows me that you're not being aggressive enough. And Jason, if you're heading up this effort, am, yeah. since you head up every effort, <laughs> throw it out. Be more aggressive? Listen Don. to this mantra. Throw it out. Throw it out. Hey, out. Jason, did out. you come across the Frankenstein, the, the Herman Munster head that I did from the Channel 9 show? Is that in that mess? You no, know what? we did not. You know what, Ralph? A, a lot of that stuff decay, uh, decayed. Decay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the, the material oh, they use. Like, it just disintegrates. Like, I remember one of the things I saved was um, the guy who played Mr. Spock came in here. Uh, Quintos was his name. And he gave me his ear tips. So we looked at these last week. I heard they decayed. They look pretty bad in the picture. Right. But they're signed, so we're like, eh, we'll just throw it throw out. It. Okay. All right, God. <laughs> throw it right in the garbage. I don't want Done. his ears. Ralph, you want them? I got two yeah. for you. <laughs> Listen, take the whole fucking warehouse and back it up into his apartment. Jason, how did this make it to the list? An Enough's Enough autographed photo. Th throw it throw out. out. I love the guys. I love Enough's Enough. Yeah, we didn't I, know what your relationship was with I, those people. I love them, but I don't want an autographed photo. Right, Howard, here's Started. one that's going to make Ralph's head explode. Stan Lee autographed Marvel poster, a poster of Spider-Man and other characters, uh, title of, po of the posters, Marvel Mania, Hollywood, signed by Stan Lee and other Marvel artists. It's 70 of 5,000. Throw it out. Oh, no, we'll, au we'll auction that, Gary. Uh, that will probably yeah, get some money. Yeah, I just want that big sign, that Spidey thing that he did. Give it to Ralph. Give it to anybody who wants it. And get it out of my... Uh, great. Get it out okay, of my... Uh, what about the Blue, the Blue Oyster Cult album? Throw it out. The track that you sang on. The track that I sang on? What do you mean? Remember you went into the studio with yeah, them? Yeah, but what do you mean? Uh, you, it's, how, a, it's the record. I think oh, it's the actual album. album? Yeah. Throw it out. Done. <laughs> well, Gary, you well, love Gary it. Gary will take it as well. Gary can take it. You can put your penis in it. <laughs> Autograph boxing gloves from Shannon Briggs. Throw it out. I yeah, don't auction, know auction. You know what? You don't even know him. We Who is Shannon Briggs? He was a boxer we had on several yeah, times. Yeah, he, 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 he turned out to do a great And year. every time he promised us he was going to win the championship, he'd lose the fight that was coming. I up. remember he was a good-looking guy. I wanted to set him up with you. but He was a very cute Howard, guy. Here's one for Robin. Ollie versus Frazier action figures. 
Throw it out. We didn't keep those. Oh, they're signed by Ali. Right, we kept them for Robin. Oh, okay. I'll take that. Give that yes, to yes, Robin. Yes, 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 yes. They were signed. I, I want, I want it all right? out. All out. <laughs> Batman and Superman autographed animation cell. Oh, yes, I don't want it. <laughs> Give it to Ralph. Hey, Ralph, calm down. Oh, I want some you. comic book stuff. Too. Right, Give it to so Jason funny. first, and if Jason doesn't want it, if it, <laughs> give it around. He's going to take it all. Not well, all. Jason huh? is busy heading up these things for me and working hard, so he gets first pick. Thank you, sir. You know, Ralph, worry, you get Ralph. the scraps. I just want one thing. Seriously, I would we'll tell you to out. take everything in these uh, warehouses and dump them in Ralph's apartment, and I'll be done with it. <laughs> Howard, you're making this, you're making this very easy. It's, Throw it it's, out. It's, we're going to go, uh, you know, here's what we're going to do. All these things on the list that we're going to ask you about, we're yeah. going to go back. And throw it out. Yeah. Unless there's something that's so something amazing. Something so great. So great. And right. then we're going to keep going through the process and we're right. going to throw everything out unless it hits a marker that is so That's high. right. And that's it. That's now, it. And I will tell you. This might be the dumbest thing that I've seen so far. You ready? Yeah. An x ray of David Blaine's hand with a spike through it. Yeah. Throw it out. We kept that? Well, it's signed to Howard with thanks. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, love no, no. David. I think David's a <laughs> super talented. I just don't want his x ray. You know what? Yeah. Oh, seriously, I, I know, like, this Howard Stern Museum, you, you've kind of dismissed it or whatever. It was in the back of your mind at some point. Don't you think there are some things you should keep? I mean, you have no. so much stuff. No, I don't want a Howard Stern because, Museum. Like that Riley had that, or like the Jackie puppet, or some of that stuff. Well, the Jackie that's, puppet like, we keep. Yeah. We know that. Okay. All right. That's something people might want to see. They want to see a photograph of David Blaine's hand. <laughs> Signed by David no. Blaine in a museum. No, I mean, that, no, that's no, for the David Blaine. You send it back to send it to Doctor Drew. Right, Howard, here's one that people yeah. are in the office are already fighting over. If you don't want it, okay, go ahead. John Lennon and Yoko Ono autograph picture. Let them fight. Let may the best man win, man or woman. And I don't think there's any authentication with that either. So who cares? Can't. And then there's two police. I love badges. John Lennon. I don't need his picture. A police badge from Vegas and a police badge from L.A. Throw it out. Yeah, you answered that I'll question. Take the LA one. LA's got a cool. No, badge. we're not going to give badges out to people. I don't think that's a. Smart yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Officer Ralph. You know what I wish I could do, uh, Officer? Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Yes, sir. I got to pull you uh, over, Officer Ralph. Your badge is from no. LA. <laughs> little out of jurisdiction. <laughs> but one of those Officer Ralph gets out of the car. <laughs> Uh, I want you to take all of your drugs and put them in this bag. <laughs> Howard. Yeah. yeah. How about, okay, this is the last one. How come uh, Officer Rob is wearing board shorts? Oh, that's high. <laughs> okay, this is um, Kevin Smith wrote two movies, Clerks and Chasing Amy. He sent you the scripts with a super heartfelt message. Throw it out. Okay. And we have you a photograph of the message. The message. <laughs> I love Kevin Smith. I think he's a great guy. Yeah, I'll uh, take those scripts. Give them to J JD. That's my boy. Give my boy. In fact, everything I got you mentioned so far, put into JD's apartment. <laughs> Let him and his that wife go through it. If I could, I'd toss it all into an active volcano. <laughs> I'm paying a fucking fortune to shell to, to to put this stuff in in a warehouse. Okay, how about this? A paper mache model. It's a medical model. Of somebody's head that yes, was made. I want the, that. I know in the late 1800s. I know what that is. Oh, I bought that I, at uh, Mandeville and yes, Max Maxella yes. Mandeville. 
And it's it's a real Chinese head, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a Chinese I, I really guy's head. That. No, no, no. What it is is it's uh, it's what they used to use in like the 1800s for medical research, but it was it was a, a, it's a death mask. model or something. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's yeah. A death give mask. It to, they take give it. it to Ralph. So Howard, uh, well, we were going to auction some of that stuff off you because you have all these like really intricate skeletons and right. And, he was into uh, all. That I was stuff. And, and yeah. my wife. When I married my wife, she took one look at that stuff. She said, "Listen, <laughs> it's creepy. I don't tell you what to do." <laughs> Get it the fuck out of here! And you know what? She was right. I said, "Why I got why I got skeletons all I was trying I, bones." You know what it was? I thought I was Trent Reznor for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, all that cool snake. Remember like, Marilyn Manson yeah, had all those yeah. weird. Or things. Crispin Glover. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm going to be weird now." And when people like, and plus I was newly single, and I was like, "You know what? That's cool." When chicks come over, they're going to see I'm dark, edgy, and they'll want to bang. Yeah. yeah, he even had a toilet that was like a. A prison, prison toilet. Yeah, I had a prison toilet. <laughs> so I got it out of a prison. But we assume there might be some actual... You already gave me a lot of that stuff. I've got like a bat hanging up. You're going to have it all. Here's an item that falls into that category. So I basically had a, a shitload of dead animals. Yeah. But they looked like they were expensive, so we're saying, well, we'll Oh, they weren't cheap. Yeah, so we'll auction them off. Somebody's got to be into that shit. Charged a pretty penny. And then it got so dark that um, these guys wanted... Not, not those guys, but some guy approached me about buying human skulls. And I'm like, yeah, I'll put, you know what I'll do? I'll put that on my desk and put a cigar in his mouth. And, and, I went, and then I went, I went, that was somebody. And then, and then, uh, I think my mother came up to me. She goes, what's with all these skulls? And I go, I'm thinking of getting a human skull. She goes, listen, that's disgusting. These were people. Yeah. They lived a life. They weren't, they had to be a decoration on your desk. And I went, you know what? You're right. I agree with her. I agree. I agreed. I didn't buy the fucking human head. Yeah, that's Howard, this one's weird because this falls into that category. I wouldn't know what to do with it either. It's a Bella Lugosi death mask. Throw it out. What it looks like I'll is somebody it. took a bronze <laughs> cast of Bella Lugosi's face after he died. Yeah, I'll Throw. take it. I know. It's a life mask. I'll take it. Where are you, let me ask wow. you something, Ralph. Where's he putting <laughs> because, it? Because, did you buy another apartment? Because he grabs everything out of my house anyway. And I, I, I have a Sean Connery one like that hanging up. Where do you? Where do you? What? I mean, I know. Uh, your, your apartment. It's not that huge. How do you? How do you have space for all this shit? It's it's pretty big, and some stuff I some stuff I have out, and some stuff I just I I, I put in a box, and then I I take it out later, or I might do something with it sometime. You yeah, know, you know I, what I he told me. He'll like he boxes. He rotates. Yeah, yeah he'll go his display. And, and then I retail store? and then I um and then I rotate my items in my display. <laughs> yeah, like any good store. Is that because people are over so much you don't want them to see the same thing? No, he doesn't have anyone. Yeah. I know. He's doing I, this no, for himself. I, I don't let anybody in my place. It's just for me. Yeah, because uh, Chris Wilding, he he want like he said he was he was hanging out with Ralph and he said, "Hey, let me come up and see your apartment." Ralph right. Ralph right. makes him wait downstairs. Uh, What's he go tidy up? What? Oh, you mean no. Chris never got up? Chris never got Damn, up. Damn, dude, I've been in your apartment. Come on, man. You were at Ralph's apartment. Oh yeah, several How, times. Does he have enough room for all these skulls and heads? Well, and... here's the deal: his 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 apartment is spacious. But when I was last, but there, by probably... spacious, it's not ten thousand no. square feet. And when I was there last time, which was probably over five years at this point, it was already full. Like right. it was That's full what I'm five years ago. So I, I'm, you know, he must be does shuffling. Does it look like them. a hoarder house? Some parts he has that back corner <laughs> that's got a lot of yeah. uh, stuff. <laughs> the back corner is up to the ceiling. Wow, what's going on? I mean, there's no it's way you could. Like, it, it, it's not like a hoarder thing at all. I mean, it's like I, listen, I could get rid of shit definitely, and I have a lot more room. But it's not like pouring out, and it's only like in the back of the, like it's only in the way back of yeah. my apartment. I gotta like, tell you. Like, 
I am so so into stealth living now. Get rid of everything. You never don't. You're right. You don't look at this shit. It's worthless. Get rid of it. And to have a clean apartment, to have a clean. It's hard sometimes, though, man. I got shit that I just I know I should get rid of, but I know I can get money for it, and I'm never going to sell it. And I'm just like, oh fuck, would somebody just sell it for me? It's just yeah. Well, yeah. You see, it as a money making opportunity. I all this shit. I mean, if there's something really valuable, right. just auction it off for North Shore Animal League for their for their charity. You know what uh, I you know what I think I'm going to do, Jason. I got a bunch of stuff that I know is worth something. I'm never going to sell it. I'll give it to you, and you can. Oh no 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 no! no. Oh. I'm good. I got oh. Howard's thing to go through. Please. Yeah. <laughs> now can, Rob's going to hire you to do it. Yeah, I like he's assigned. <laughs> Rob's great at assigning you jobs, Jason. Oh, still to this day. Yeah. Ralph, if you have something valuable and you want to donate it to North Shore Animal League charity, then then you do it. You take it upon yourself. Don't please. don't assign Jason. He's got enough to I do. I thought you were having like a big special auction. Uh, so. Well, I don't know. No, we don't know what we're doing. We're I don't just... know what they're doing. I don't know what's going on. I just want it all gone. Can we get back to the list? I need more stuff. <laughs> Here's, uh, let's see. This is Justin who wants to say good morning to us. Yes, Justin. Good morning, Howard. Morning. I want I want the great Garlou doll because I'll put it right next to my great Gazoo doll from the Flintstones. <laughs> it's Gazoo, not Garlou. No, you idiot. It's great Garlou. Gazoo. Not, no, gazoo is something different. Yeah. Don't call us idiots when you're an idiot. idiot. What the hell is a great Garlou? Great Garlou was a toy that Robin knew that I, when my parents, I, I, there was a TV commercial that was great Garlou. And what it was is, you know, when I was a little boy, all of a sudden they had this series of robots that came out. You could buy as toys. And the commercial was so awesome. It was this big green thing that looked like the Hulk and he was a robot and he could do all ki- he had all kind of powers and in the commercial it make it look like he could he's almost like human you know <laughs> so i started nagging my parents like months before my birthday i want to have great garlou i want to cuz i thought if i had this robot i wouldn't be so lonely like this would be my this would be my robot <laughs> your best friend it's very cool and it, it could sounds a little chucky <laughs> yeah and it could lift yeah it's very chucky they could lift it could lift stuff it could do all kinds of things so finally, my birthday comes. My my father reluctantly got me great Garlou. He goes, I can't stand this great Garlou. <laughs> I didn't know why he was upset. He was really upset about great Garlou. And my mother was like, that filthy, dirty great Garlou. And what, is, what are you doing at great Garlou? Yeah, so great Garlou comes. And then I get it. And it's this robot that is attached with this gigantic wheel and it has a like a control, but the control is attached to the robot. It's not even like a remote control. Right. Yeah. And uh, quite frankly, if you tugged on the remote too hard, the whole fucking Greg Garlou <laughs> fell over. He was commercial a big, lie to you. Was, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. in the commercial, he was climbing over yeah. sand dunes. And, yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah, so. And it, and it, it's gigantic and it's ugly. I've seen them. Yeah, and, then the, and Greg Garlou wore a loincloth. It was some cheap piece of shit. And he had a <laughs> necklace that was a cheap piece of shit. So, you know, uh, it, so then put it, time, put it in a time capsule and they'll find it like that doll in the, the planet of the eight. All right, all right, who cares? Mr. Mr. Gazoo. And Mr. Gazoo. Yeah. But anyway, I get this great Garlou and now like, like within a day, I was humiliated because it was so boring to play with. <laughs> it, like, it didn't it, do anything. All it could do is bend over from the waist and pick <laughs> shit up. And then like it could barely pick up anything. Like if it had to pick up like a ping pong ball, he couldn't hold on to it. 
Were you embarrassed to show your parents that you weren't that into it? No. So what happened was the neighbor next door used to beat me up uh, all the time, this kid Johnny, Italian kid. And uh, he got a robot, but it wasn't Great Garlou. It was a different robot that shot balls out of its hands. (laughs) And so the one day he didn't beat me up, he said, hey, why don't you fight me with your Great Garlou? Let Great Garlou and this other robot fight. And I was like, finally, I'm going to fucking win a fight. (laughs) All I know is what I forget the name of his robot, which is another popular thing. Right. Right. Garlou goes up. I go up. Garlou got his ass kicked. Aww. This thing was shooting rockets at him. <laughs> Even my robot got beaten up. Your classic robot. Oh my god! I took that robot. I never looked at it again. And then, of course, that gave, that that only, that's the one time my father was happy. He was like, "I bought that great Garlou. You had a habit, and then look, you, it's sitting there. We should throw the whole thing out." That's right. All it's doing is collecting dirt and filth. It's like with that Galu. He was hawking me in China with great Galu. That great Galu. Filthy, dirty. Robin, these are the memories you want to bring back Yeah, yeah, Robin bought me one. (laughs) Great Galu. And and my father would never call him great Galu. He'd be like, that, that, that Galu. (laughs) Galu. And he hated that Galu. Because, like, you know, whatever my, I mean, my, my, my dad's best year, he made 25 grand and just spend, like, I don't know, 150 bucks on a Garlo that I didn't even look at. And he watched every, he stared down that Garlo. Oh, of course. What does he do with that Garlo? <laughs> and then Garlo had a, com- a compartment in the back where the batteries were, and I just started storing my cigars and cigarettes back in the Garlo's ass. Nice. Yeah, because look, let me tell you. When he told me the story, this was his favorite toy. No. I, favorite toy, I have PTSD from Garlo. Speaking of favorite oh, toys, they lo- when the day came that they threw out that Garlo, and I wouldn't admit it. Like I'd be like, "Mom, I still play with Garlo," and she'd be like, "No, you don't." I said, "Please, please, don't throw it out. I'm going to play with Garlo." I mean, I'd go you down and great. play with Garlou and when they were around so that they think I played with them. Right. That was it. <laughs> because it was boring. Garlou would like, yeah. he would, like, I had blocks and Garlou would pick up a block. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you know, blocks, building blocks. Yes. Or like a Lego type thing. So, Gar- so I'd go, like, watch this. Garlou's going to pick. And it took 10 minutes for fucking Garlou to pick up a block. And you had to find something that Garlou could lift and hold on to. Because would, he wasn't that weighty. Well, it would slip out of his right. hands. That's the worst thing. It goes halfway up and then falls Yeah, out. it falls yeah. down. And I'm picking. <laughs> so I would play with Garlou. So, my pa- so for years, I held on to Garlou. Finally, you know, it was just like, listen, where the-? then they, I came home one day. Garlou was gone. And my mother goes, listen, we threw out Garlou. Then I Garlou. It's taking up my entire basement. <laughs> no, it's not. Filthy, dirty Garlo. Look it up. Google, Google Gray Garlo. You'll see. Garlo. How do you look like a gargoyle? Oh, kid toys are shit. Worst toy ever. My pa- I would come home. This is what I want you to do. I would come home. My comic book collection would be gone. My mother just said, we threw that out. Yeah, you should get your mother on this job. Oh, my oh, if my mother knew that I had a storage space with all this shit, I wouldn't tell her. Speaking of your childhood, yeah. the uh, sheer amount of marionette puppets that people have sent you over the years that we've well, kept. Well, you're sure they're not my personal? Because I do have a personal. Uh, we actually have a. No, this is separate. No. This is. We're going through a separate thing. And quite frankly, you should throw out my personal puppets. Yeah. I mean, what am I doing with them? What are you doing with them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. 
And they're no, no, they're definitely not yours because they're Robin and Fred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Save, save my personal. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're the ones. That you are don't want to save me and Fred? <laughs> <laughs> we have a Robin and Fred marionette. I, I believe so. I think somebody did the whole. Uh, bring that <laughs> in. <laughs> that, I, I'll work that. It's the only way to control Robin. <laughs> I heard the tape of you, Robin, recording. Uh, oh, my goodness. Oh, People what? around here are afraid of you. What did I do yesterday? Uh, you went into the recording studio to record the original uh, theme song to the Jeffersons. Yeah. And you terrorized people. What did I say? Oh, my it's more God. more your tone, Robin. Oh, oh my tone. goodness. <laughs> she gets very nasty with you. What did I do? I do it's, not. Wait till I play it for Robin. you. You're, 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 um, I'm scared of you. Can you play that immediately? All right, here. If you didn't mean to come off scary, listen to this because maybe you could adjust. Yeah, you yeah maybe I, there's something I don't know. Yeah, you need to go back in the woods with those witches. <laughs> All right, Robin. So Robin decides to return to singing, as you know. Uh, and we got into that debate about the greatest TV theme songs. Robin and I both agreed it was the theme from the Jeffersons. You know, everybody knows the theme from the Jeffersons. Well, so, the, so Robin, as she said, yes, so she got inspired by this. And I like when Robin sings. So she uh, agreed to go back into the studio to do her own rendition of the uh, of the Jeffersons. And, and Robin agreed to work with her producer, Derek, despite past creative differences. <laughs> and Richard Christie and Steve Nowicki. I know exactly what you're going to talk about. Yes, they engineered the session. Everyone in the room was scared shitless. Get out! Scared of you. In oh, fact, Richard, stop it. Richard was afraid to say a word, but here we go. <laughs> Here's the tape. And how would you like to do it? Let me see the songs. Right. Oh, no, I can do this. Yeah. Let me know when you're you, ready. Uh, do you want a karaoke or do you have a bed or no? No. We have the original song. We figured we can play parts. No, 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 no. You don't have like a karaoke kind of bed for it? That's a yes or no question, Richard. No. Okay, thank you. Not a problem. No, 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 no. Well, if you can get one, then get it. Okay. Yeah, that's right here. Sitting there looking at me like, what language is she speaking? There's probably no counting on it, though, right? What? The drum thing. I didn't know if there was a counting. Yeah, that's what I want to know, is that. Okay. Great. But however you want to do it, we can... No, 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 let's try it. Sing it dry? No, no, no. Okay. Who hasn't heard this song a million times? All right, let me know when you're ready and I'll hit it. Let's go. Well, we're moving on. Are you ready? Well, we're moving on up. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to start it whenever you're ready. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Woo. Woo, what? You. Stop it. You're hard to work with. No, no. You should have seen Richard's eyes were rolling around in his head like like they were in a pinball machine just because I asked him if he had a bed or not. He couldn't even answer the question. No, he just sat there. I think he was shitting in his diaper. And his eyes were doing crazy things. And I was like, what is the problem here? That is, Richard, that's a yes or no question. <laughs> uh, I, I think I got to admit, I've seen, yeah, you know what? I might have to agree with you on that. What? Yeah, when you stare at Richard sometimes and you get that blank look. Right. You kinda... Yeah, I mean, he's got that pink face. Right. And, and I don't know what's happening with those eyes. Derek was terrified to tell Robin that she sang one line wrong, but it worked out okay. You took it well, but no, he... I told him. I said I blew a line. You want to just do that one line? You missed it again. Sorry. What line? You said burn twice in a row. 
It's fish don't fry in the kitchen. Bean don't burn. Oh. Sorry. All right. Can you just do a pickup just there on that one line. Just to let you know, I was fine with these things. Like <laughs> 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 let Terrible. me just do that verse. Fish don't fry in the kitchen. Bingo. You feel good? I feel good. All right. All right. All right. I'm out of here. Well, they... Oh, it sounds terrible. What a horrible recording session. Well, all the hard work was worth it. They emerged with a new powerhouse song from Robin. Yeah, you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Robin sings the Jefferson's theme with that angelic voice of hers. <laughs> well, we're moving on. Such you know, a powerful sound. I mean, you know you've, would be great, Howard. What? If you could get that replaced on the old reruns of the show. I mean, like have some engineers slip it in. Uh, yeah. I tell you, I kind of like it. I mean, in a real way. The, oh, it's the, fantastic, the, especially at the end. It's the attitude. The attitude. It's a it's a feisty fighting attitude. We finally got a piece of the pie. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You, I, I really love the way you belt it out. That note wasn't on for a second. <laughs> we finally got a piece of the pie. <laughs> and then storms out of the studio and goes home. I love it. Just drop the mic. Another triumphant day. Good for you. You're a powerhouse. And I'm trying to make it fun for them. And they come back and say they're afraid of you. Yeah, they're afraid of you. I mean, I got reports people were shaking in their pants. Get out of here. Well, they don't want to tell you anything that's going to upset you. what? They don't want to upset you. They know how your mood can be affected by the, uh, by the session. Well, we're moving on up. Yes. Where are you moving to? To the side. Did you get some pie? <laughs> to a deluxe apartment. <laughs> oh, that's right. In the sky. All right. Moving on. All right. Anyway, that's that. <laughs> enough of that. <laughs> I've had enough of that. <laughs> well, that was some weird you should, shit. You should have her do another like theme show, so like Green Acres, or she should do. Well, more. I don't tell her what to do. She, if she wants to go in the studio, she goes in. I don't get involved. But if she comes to me and says, what do you think of me singing? I go, I'm all for it. That's the only thing I ever say. 
It was funny because they came in, you know, I went in and I did the national anthem to the blues travelers. And then we started doing that theme song thing. And it occurred to me that, oh, maybe I ought to do the Jeffersons. That might be funny. You have good thoughts. And then they uh, sent Nick in to talk to me. (laughs) Poor Nick. (laughs) And Nick says, you know, the guys are just, you know, they no pressure. (laughs) Yeah, no one wants you going over the edge. All right, look, we got to take a break. When we, we come back, we finally got a piece of the pie. Robin is going to um, stop singing when we come back. <laughs> and Chris Wilding is going to be the hero who searches for high pitch Eric's penis. Oh, is penis. it time? It is time. Uh, Eric is here. Uh, uh, I can't believe he's going to touch him. Well, he's got gloves. Oh, my God. Eric is quite smitten with um, Chris Wilding and wants him to look for his penis. Yeah, I'll never forget the look on Eric's face when Chris was stroking his legs the time he was in here. Yeah. Eric could not take his eyes off him. I have an erectile dysfunction. (laughs) Well, we're going to get Eric in. I'll talk to him a bit. Uh, Shuli has some notes that he wants to share with us. Uh, and then we'll get down to it, and we'll see. Because Eric describes now, because of his weight, that the penis now is completely inverted. That it is gone inside his body. He it can't has, find it. Anymore. That's right. His penis now lives inside his body. <laughs> what the fuck you laughing at, asshole? And sometimes he, when he pees, even the pee is internal because uh, it, his penis is inside. He has to push it out. I'm fully erect. And he says when he's erect, he's at most three inches. So he requested that Chris today search around and find his uh, penis. And I, I believe Eric is very attracted to uh, Chris. Probably all the disgusting pubic hair around it, too. Oh, and Eric oh. says he has not shaved his pubes at all. Oh, okay, I'm going to go throw up. <laughs> well, don't throw up yet. Wait till it starts. Yes. Save that. I won't eat. Whoop, whoop. You know, Ralph's secretly oh. jealous. <laughs> he wants to be looking for Eric's penis. Hey. Why didn't I think of that? Right. All right, Ralph. Uh, we expect all my junk to be backed up into your house. I can't wait. All right. Thank later. You. Later. Bye. All right. Um, so we'll come back and we'll have Chris search for high pitch Eric's penis right after these words. All right. Well, high pitch is here. I told him I help him out with this. Play the high pitch theme song. Well, his penis is so small, it looks like a girl's vagina. Eric's pint sized puny penis can't be seen because he's obese. If you're high pitch Eric Pecker, you know Chris Wilding's gonna find you. Tell me, where in the world is high pitch Eric's penis? Oh, yeah. High pitch Eric's penis. 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 I didn't realize you were walking in here nude. Oh my god. Good morning, Eric. What's good about it? Are you looking at him? I didn't realize. I'm looking at the animal print. Whatever that is, I'm that a, isn't covering I'm him. A, I'm a leprechaun. <laughs> leprechaun? I don't know about that. <laughs> no, you're, a, you're a leopard. 
Leopard. <laughs> a leopard, yeah. You're wearing a leopard print, so I'm assuming you mean a leopard. Yeah. Eric, uh, I was shocked. You walked in in a little, I would say it's a little tiny shirt with no pants, no underpants on. You're oh, nude. he has underpants, Howard. You haven't seen them. They are. Oh, those, They're buried? Are you wearing yeah. underpants? Stand up, Eric. Yeah. Oh, you are. Oh, yeah. I thought you were nude. They're turn, tiny. Turn around. Oh, yeah. my God. It's turn like around. a thong. Lift it up in the back. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> God, I think that's the way my ass looks. Oh, no. <laughs> Unfortunately. Wow. You know, it almost looks like he has breasts. No, yeah. I, I lost some weight. <laughs> <laughs> sure you did. By the way, uh, Eric is sitting on that couch with his naked ass. Uh, I just Lest anyone think we're keeping that couch. I think we have plans to throw it out after this You segment. want to give it to me? You could have that's it. That's not going into a storage facility, surely. Uh, yeah. No, don't give it to Ralph. Give it to me. I'll take it from my room. Yeah, but you don't have enough room in your room for a couch. I could, I could, keep, I could put it next to my bed. You know, I was going to say, with the money you're making now and you're buying cars, why don't you get yourself a better apartment? Well, I like where I live. It's you quiet. Do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but it's like one little tiny room from what I remember. It's a one bedroom. Oh, it yeah. is? Yeah. Do you have like a, a, do you have a kitchen? Yeah. Oh, so it's a better apartment. Yeah, it's not where he used to be, where he no, was in that one room. Oh, all right. This isn't the estate where the toilet was in the middle of the room. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. So you've moved since then. Okay, gotcha. Right. Anyway, Eric, before we look for your penis, let's let's recap so that the audience knows what we're talking about. You've always suffered from a condition, we know this for many years, that your penis is literally inverted. Yes. That when we have looked at you nude in the past, and you've even done porn, that when you're standing, let's say, flaccid, where you're not erect. Like the smallest penis contest. There's an example. That's when I first saw that you have no penis whatsoever. And no shaft. No shaft. And when I saw you the last time, there was a bit of a head that would stick out. You're saying now your penis has completely retracted into itself. Right. And this leads to problems like when you have to pee. Describe what you're talking about. So when I have to pee, I need to pull it out. That way I don't pee all, pee all over myself or on the toilet seat. What happens on the toilet? You have to. What do you do? You push down on your on your. No, on, I have to pull out my penis. How do you pull it out? Like 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 with you, my hand. Well, you, your little fingers have to get in the, into your body, right, and pull it out. Yeah. Or do you press in? No, I I take my hand and pull out the inverted penis so I don't pee all over the toilet seat. I see. Oh, that's very nice of you. Because sometimes when I pick up my car in the garage, yeah, I have to go to the bathroom. So I asked the attendant, "Do you have a bathroom in here?" Yeah. And he said, no. He said, go, you know, go in the back and pee, and pee against the wall. Right. So my cock is averted. Yeah. So I had to pull out my cock and pee against the wall. Right. Uh, right. Why and, is he always at the garage? It's like the garage for the car is the uh, well, place Robin, you're at all the time. Well, Robin brings up a good point. For many years, you didn't have a car. Now it seems since you got a car, you're constantly in the garage and involved with that car, right? I mean, most of your day is with the car. Yeah, because I have appointments to go to. Right. You know, I get out of the house a lot now. Right. Where do you go when you don't, you know, other than an appointment, where do you go? I started to take the kickboxing lessons with Marianne. <laughs> well, hold on. Okay, hold yeah. on. Howard. Yeah. What? He's saying kickboxing. He went one afternoon on a Friday 
because he was doing a charity boxing event Saturday. So he trained for five hours. <laughs> right. And now he's sitting here telling you he's taking kick. He's never returned. Right. And he fucked up his knee doing the boxing. So thing. you're not uh, taking kickboxing lessons. I won't wait until my knee gets better. All right. So, so where do you go? Not an imaginary trip, but where do you go on a regular basis with this car and the garage and the whole thing? I go, sh I go shopping. I right. go to my therapist, the psychiatrist, doctor's appointments. Right. So yeah, every day these things no. are occurring? You go every day to a doctor? Well, my therapist is every week. Right. It's one trip. And that's yeah. it. That's all his appointments. I go to Jersey every week to do my podcast. Oh, okay. So you drive yourself to the podcast. Yeah. All right. And 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 getting back to your penis, the peeing, uh, you say one time you were on Ambien and you were sleeping so heavily you peed internally, right? Oh. You You slept through your peeing into the bed. Because I did it, because I, I, had it, I was in a deep dream. Why do you take Ambien? In other words, if I was you, and since you don't work, what, what's the rush to get to sleep anyway? So what if you don't sleep? Who cares? Because I need sleep. I, I, I mean, But you're eventually going to fall asleep. What's the rush to get to sleep? Because yesterday I got home at like 6.30. Right. I Six. had a protein shake. I took my Ambien and went to why? bed around 7. But why would you take an Ambien? How do you know you can't fall asleep on your own without the help of an Ambien? Because I've tried it before. Well, why don't you try it again? I can't because without Ambien, I can't sleep. So what if you stayed awake? Who cares? I can't stay awake. Why not? What do you got to do? You don't have to get up. You have I nowhere have, to be. I have places to be. <laughs> He's never going to be able to explain it to you, but he has places Eric. to be. You don't need to get up. So, so in other words, when you fall asleep, you fall asleep. Lay there and wait to fall asleep. I You'll eventually know. get tired and go to sleep. Yeah, your body well, can't stay up for days. Well, I bought boxing. Marion bought me boxing gloves. Okay. I bought a boxing bag at home. Right. And I exercise at home. But what does that got to do with sleeping? So I have to get up and work out for a little well, why while. Why don't you wait? Why don't you fall asleep? And whatever time you get up, then you'll work out. You have no schedule. From I what have, I can tell, you go but, to a couple of doctor appointments. That's it. But I have to watch all my TV morning news. Yeah, well, if you miss it, you miss it. DVR it. Uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I have to watch Blue Bloods. And, oh, how are you being silly? Now you you got to understand, silly, yeah. making sense to him is so foreign to right. him. Right. He just doesn't com comprehend things that make sense. So you mean you were so out of it on Ambien that you peed during your sleep cycle and you, the pee was all inside of you. Well, it, it was on the mattress. I see. Like on the sheets. Oh, you never got out of bed. Oh, no. no, he stayed asleep. You slept <laughs> right my, through it. And my health aide had to wash the sheets. Oh, oh that poor woman. Oh. Jesus Christ. By the way, he keeps talking about how he's eating healthy. Mm. Uh, I, he's I, not. Look at the size of him. First of all, I got an order. Uh, a, a friend of his told me about something that he ordered uh, not too long ago at a diner. He ordered a salad. Right. But he asked for, in the salad, he asked for hamburger meat, <laughs> bacon, cheese, and eggs oh. in the salad. You understand that a salad is That's not necessarily dietetic if you add all of those things in. But meat... Bacon and eggs have protein. Yes, that's true. But, but that's an have... awful lot of protein. <laughs> yeah, you don't need that much protein. You'll be fine. Well, if you had a little bit of hamburger, okay. Poor cow that had to die for him. Or well, an egg. Yeah. And he tells me this morning, I haven't eaten in over a week. I'm just oh. drinking protein shakes. Now, that's not good either. Why but, are you not eating? 
Why you don't? Why you eat so much? <laughs> you go. Because <laughs> I haven't eaten. What, why? What, you know you're eating. You're obviously eating something. Your I, belly I is swear. as big as a Buddha. No, it's not. What did you um, eat Saturday? What do you weigh? Well, Saturday I had cake. <laughs> and, uh, oh, to, ice cream cake to, to celebrate my mom's birthday. All right. Well, that's fair. <laughs> Got to celebrate your mom's birthday. But what my point is, you have no concept of dieting. The the protein, all you're eating is protein shakes now? I had one last night and one this morning, and that was it. That's it? Yeah. So, so why are you so shakes. fat? I'm not fat. I lost, I weighed, I weighed myself 3, 313. That's fat. You're obese. It's better than 326. Well, that's true. Your math is accurate. <laughs> Three tw- three thirteen is better than three twenty six. You're yeah. right. Weren't you at two seventy at one point? At one point, I wanted to try to get down there. <laughs> I don't believe yeah. these numbers he's given us. Oh, please! You believe that he's only had protein shakes? No. Well, he says all I've had is protein shakes, and then he names you two occasions where he's and, had it. And also, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm, I just started drinking green smoothies. And then he tells you he's not fat, like he's not gay. Well, he also tells me he's not getting any more accidents, but I know that ain't true either. You got in more accidents? No, I didn't. Eric? Surely. Look at me. (laughs) Since you got the truck, be honest. Have you had an accident? No. Eric? I'm asking you this question because I already know the answer. If you're lying to me, I'm not letting Chris Wilde look for your dick. Be honest. I don't want any lies now. When I, when I was at the hospital a okay. few weeks ago, now the truth comes some up. fucking idiot with a popcorn truck told me to back up, and, yeah. he never, and he never told me to stop, okay? Yeah. So I hit someone very lightly in the, that was behind me, and I didn't see the truck behind me. Why are you relying on someone else to tell you when to stop? Why did you not turn around and look? Because... I didn't see him. Eric, I've been in your truck. Correct me if I'm wrong. Do you not have a camera for reversing in your truck? I do, but I need... So you have a screen in front of you showing you what's behind you while you're backing up, and you still hit the car. You crashed into another car. I didn't see the car behind me in the camera. (sighs) Oh, come on. Oh, boy. Those car, those cameras are placed exactly where they need to be, so you That's see what they're cars. there for. So, so, so what happened? Did you exchange information with the other driver? Oh, wait, that's a whole other thing. Well, what? So, so I find out the guy was a bit of a fan, right? He knew you? He knew me, and so, I told him, I called the guy from Ford who got me my truck. Yeah. So oh, he, that's how you mean wait, the dealer. Uh, Howard, you understand? He, Did you he, hear about the dealer? Yeah, when yeah. He went, the day he bought the truck, uh-huh. he texted the, the dealer. A hundred times. The oh dealer was losing his fucking mind. But listen to this. He fucks up this guy's car. He says, don't worry. I have a guy that can fix this for you. And calls the dealership he bought the truck from. It says, can you fix this guy's car that I just hit? Oh, my God. So that way we won't have to go through insurances. Right. But what does the dealer have to do with your accident? Why? I mean, who's pay? Are you going to pay for that? I told him I would. It, it was a, a tiny crack in the in the in the vent. Was there damage to your car? No. No. Oh, he's got a tank. That fucking truck. This guy. He's got. He, he's, he's 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 dangerous. But I have no more tickets. <laughs> oh, you don't. You you cleared all that up. Yeah. Yeah. No more tickets at all. Eric's got so much money now that you know he's. It's buying, ridiculous. Well, listen. He's earning it on cameo. People are paying him. Wow, when I heard he got in an accident backing up, 
I, I go, I remember the, he had a fucking camera in that car. Right. How do you do that? That's the best. The guy told him to back up and never told him to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Your brain is supposed to tell you to stop. He probably assumed you were looking when you backed up. Well, I, I was. He said, keep going, keep going. He never told me to stop. <laughs> By the way, do you know he went to a different dealership before yeah. he landed on this one? Yeah. And when he filled out the paperwork, what did you say you were in the paperwork? A detective on Blue Bloods. No, you said you were uh, a former detective for uh, the NYPD. No, I told him I was a detective uh, on oh Blue Bloods. Oh, my God. He's, he's, he's out of control with this cop stuff. Have you seen? You want to be a police officer so bad, right? A detective. Yeah, a detective. Yeah, he, he's skipping right to detective. Right. But I heard that you would know this. Yeah. Eric has so many police stickers on his windshield that you can't, you almost can't see out of the the left the left side of his windshield, right where he sits. There's about five like they're not even stickers; they're like pennants, like baseball pennants, gang on a wall, and they say family member, of oh like police God. family member, and right. like and they're riddled. Cop cars don't have this much cop shit on it. <laughs> and you're like, how do you even see out of this? Can you see thing? out of your windshield? Yes. And what do you think that's going to do? Has that saved you at all being with these stickers? Do the cops, when you get pulled over, which you do on a regular basis, you still get a ticket. Not if you're in New York City, because every New York City cop loves the Stone Show and knows who I am. Right, and they honor your police stickers. Yes, my PBA cards. Oh, yeah. He's like a junkie with those PBA cards. <laughs> uh, his his buddy, Mike, who he does this podcast with, is a retired cop, yeah. and offered him PBA cards. Oh, yeah. But he's he, here today, and he's, a, but he, he's got many stories to tell you. No, oh, does he? Yeah, but yeah, he... I can imagine. Eric sucked some dude's thumb for PBA cards, like what? he was blowing them. What? Yeah. What did you do? I sucked the guy's thumb <laughs> for PBA cards. Why would he want you to do that? As a bit on my podcast. Oh, on the podcast. All right. It's, the podcast is called Between Two Blue Balls. Between, Between what? Two blue balls. Between Two Blue Balls. Blue Balls. Why don't you name it something you can pronounce? I just pronounced it. Yeah, but your voice gets really blue Between ball. Two Blue Balls. Between Two Blue Balls. And what are you, a blue ball? Are you a blue ball? Me and my co-host are the balls, and the guy that hosts the show is the dick. Oh. All right. All right, so Jesus. Eric... Eric, so let's get down to business. You're sitting there semi-nude. You're uh, claiming you've lost weight. I don't see any evidence of that. <laughs> you know, he also told me, Howard, that uh, he only jerks off now to Blue Bloods. Is that really true? Yeah, a few weeks ago I was back in the studio. Are you uh, still I'm... claiming that you're not gay? I'm not gay! You you want Chris to touch your penis. You've didn't. You, are you going to present him with a ring today? You well, you have to wait and find out. Yeah, you can talk about this to me. You bought Chris a ring. Can yes. I show Howard the ring? Yeah, let me see it. Where'd Howard, you get you this ring? Oh, you're the ring. You're well, the well, ring you want, I want Chris to see it. Don't All right, wait till right. wait till look, Chris. <laughs> wait till I want to propose to him. Okay. How much money? How much money did you pay for the ring? Uh, <laughs> I bought it off Amazon. Twenty-five dollars. Oh, twenty-five dollars. Oh, it's not a big commitment. Right, whisper right. it over. <laughs> <laughs> so where is your stance sexually as far as i can tell you want to blow you want to blow chris wilding right and you want him to blow you am i correct i love chris yeah you don't consider that gay that's the part of this i love the most 
like you want Chris to put his mouth on your penis, right? And yeah. Play with your balls and stick his finger up your ass. Yeah. And you want that. <laughs> yeah. You don't think that's gay? No. <laughs> What is gay, Eric? Listen, I want to have. Do you know what gay means? I want to have a menage a trois with Chris and Donnie. Uh, okay, <laughs> so you want two guys? That's you want not get gay. Tell me what you are fantasizing would happen. Let me say, I, let I don't know that I can make that happen, but let's say I can. Let's say I can convince Donnie and Chris to do this with you. Listen, you can always make stuff happen. Okay, I'll try. What's the dream what, scenario? What's the dream scenario? What do you want to have happen? Chris is drunking me off in the shower. Okay. And Donnie's friend with my asshole. All right. Are you making out with either one of them? Well, well, Chris Chris is jerking me off in the shower. Go ahead. Thought I heard him. Don, Donnie's friend with me. Right. After Chris jerks me off, yeah. I come on Donnie's chest. Okay. And I come on Chris's face. Right. Wow. Now, but what about kissing? What? Do you kiss? <laughs> yes, I kiss both of them. You do? On yeah. the mouth? With tongue? Yes. Okay. Do you, any of you, um, is there anything in that scenario that you feel is gay? No, it's just a menage a trois. Okay. Oh. Do you know what gay means? When you're happy with someone. Right. Wait right. a minute. No, no, no. That, but, <laughs> Robin, I know you know it. Gay, gay means when you're happy. Okay, all right. Uh, no, come on. You know what gay means, don't you? When you love another man. Right. So do you love Donnie? I love Donnie very much. Do you love Chris? I love Chris. And you want to be intimate no. with them sexually? Just them two. Right. Do you well, see that that might be considered gay under the definition you just gave me? Well, Chris sounded scared yesterday on the radio. Do you understand your fantasy is a gay fantasy? Yes. You do understand that? Yes. Therefore, would you say you're gay? With that fantasy, yes. All right, there we go. That's what I'm asking. W oh, if you're not having that fantasy, you're not gay. Right. Right. <laughs> so sometimes you're not gay. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> what? That's my favorite, by the way. Right. What? Now... What else have I been hearing about you? <laughs> I've also heard that you've been threatening to kill yourself oh, yes. a lot. That's another big thing. You don't want to kill yourself. Why are you going not around? Late, not, not lately. Uh, seven months ago, you sent your podcast partner, Mike, a picture of a knife yeah. from a charity event you were going to kill yourself with or something. You threatened to kill yourself. Because you I was depressed and stuff. But you're not really suicidal, are you? Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm not. Why? Because you're lonely? Yeah, lonely, depressed, and when I'm off my meds. But Howard, yeah. Howard, there's a different story here. Yeah. He's, he's, I know Eric, and this is an intention grab. This is when people aren't returning his text. He's not getting in touch with the people he wants to talk to. Oh. And so he's done this to people, individuals so in that when, have blocked him. When on, you say, I'm going to kill myself, then people feel compelled because they don't want to turn their back They have on to you. call you it gets, back. I see what's going on. Right? No, that's not true. Eric. Surely that's not true. Eric, that woman in Atlanta who was very nice, who helped you, that woman Jolie, she's literally had to block you from every form of contact because you threatened to hurt yourself all the time. Well, she, she, well, I'm not blocked from her anymore. <laughs> all right.
All right. Now, let me remind you also that... that you, thank you for reminding me never to give my phone number to Hyperteric. Uh, Eric, um, another thing we've learned is that, uh, and I forget why we learned this, but you want to you want to have Chris discover your penis. But really, why? I mean, we know your penis is hard to find. But I want to see if he can find it. All right. In other words, you want you want Chris to handle your body and to to manipulate you. Is that correct? Correct. All right. You know how to find your penis. You want to see if another man can find it. Right. Because right. no one else will do it. <laughs> are you? Are, do you think you might get erect during this? You never know. Right. Do you think you might come on Chris's face? Because I can't have that. Or maybe his hands. Right. Do you, you, do you think you can control yourself? I think I can, yes. All right. All right. Do you think he'll get a boner, Howard? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I don't even know if he's capable of a boner. Right. I'm saying he it's said gotta, he has erectile dysfunction. Well, I'm right. saying it doesn't have to be fully hard, but movement. Like, will we see it come out on its own? Because it's filling up with blood. That's the thing. Oh, wow. We're yeah. not sure if it can. the blood can get there. I might tune out by that. <laughs> How long are you again when you're erect? I mean, fully hard. Maybe six to seven inches. <laughs> six or seven inches. Do you want an inches? <laughs> Howard, I saw him change into that outfit today. And he took his underwear off. Right. And it looks like one ball sack. Like there's no penis. It just looks like a, a ball of flesh down there. All right. Why don't I take a break? However you want to prepare. Everybody needs a break. Everyone needs a break. <laughs> I'll bring Chris in after the break, okay? And we'll. And what do you want to have happen? You want him to go down there and search around for your penis? Yeah. With his hands? Yeah. Yes. But you want him to do it gently, you were saying, right? Very gently, so he doesn't hurt it. Right. Right. I saw Chris getting ready for this. He oh. looks like he's going deep sea oh. diving. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, let's see how this goes. I'm willing to do it because I, you know, I listen. I, I like Eric. He's a friend of the show. So I'll let this go on. Oh but my god! I, I'm in a love trice here. But if I a see trice. if I see that it's it's a waste of time, I have to stop. <laughs> All right, let's see if he can find this thing. You need to see it to realize it's yeah. a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> if I see this isn't being treated in a serious manner, <laughs> we're going to have to stop the hygiene. All right. Yes. Why didn't you shave your bush for this? I because I can't do it on my own. You can't yeah. shave your bush. No, because I found my iPad as a mirror. Oh, you use your iPad as a mirror. Yes. Oh, you you take the iPad and you train it on your bush. Yeah. And then you shave. Yeah, with the, with an electric razor. Yeah, visually, see. he can't see anything from his angle. Why? Because of your gunt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. When you shower, what do you do? You lift your belly and get in underneath those folds. Yeah. Oh, okay. And what do you do? Shoot water up into where your penis is so it gets cleaned off? Yeah, the shower hose. I take the shower hose and yeah. I wash down there. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Fire hose. <laughs> All right. You showered this morning? Yeah. Okay, good. Because Chris will pass out if you didn't. Look, Chris is in for You want to know what kind of toilet I just got? I got the bidet toilet. Okay, good. All right, we're going to take a break, Eric. And, uh, He's just bragging about his... <laughs> all his wealth. Uh, right. Yeah. All of his money. Yeah. There's a guy on the phone who says you hit his car. Oscar, what happened? Hello? Yeah, hi. What happened? 
Yeah, what happened? I was parked on York Avenue on 70th Street, and this freaking mama look comes in back up to my car and messed up my whole front. And then I talked to him like a normal person. I give him a chance. I told him, don't worry, don't, we don't have to call the cops. He gave me all his information, his insurance card, his license and everything. So don't worry. You give me what, what, the word that you're going to fix my car. And he was like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. You know, like, call this guy. His name is Troy. He works for 34, whatever, New Jersey. And they've been giving me an around for two weeks already. So I want to know exactly what's going to happen. Is going to fix it or not? Well, it sounds like this guy got into an accident with you. And Is this the guy you backed into? Yeah. Oh. Uh, so, are you, so gonna, are you gonna fix his car or not? Yes, he what, what he when he brings into the dealership. Right. The, the guy Troy said he'll call me and let me know how much the damage is. Right. Well, what are you saying, guy on the phone? Did you call <laughs> Troy? Yes, calling three times, texting like four times, and they gave me no. Oh yeah, yeah, don't worry, you know I've been busy. I'll call you back. I'm gonna text you back. Don't worry, you're gonna bring the car so your team. And nothing has happened, and it's been two weeks already. So <laughs> it's gonna come to the point that I'm gonna have to go to the insurance company, and I didn't want to do that for him. But now because they're being an asshole, so I'm gonna have to do it. He's gonna go to the insurance company. Uh, your insurance has to be sky high by now. I'll, I'll, call, I'll call my friend Troy later. Oh, dear. All right, so what should he do? Should he call Troy later, too? Yes. Yeah. All right, Oscar, he says call Troy later. He'll straighten it out. Good, it, good luck with that. <laughs> hey, write <laughs> down Oscar's it. number. I'll All try right. and help. All right, Oscar. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Sounds like Come that's on, Eric. Sounds like that's easily going to be worked out. Troy, take that guy's number. <laughs> oh, now Julie's your secretary. Yeah. You got it. Okay. All, All right. the whack packers give jobs to the, the yeah. staff here. Yeah. I can't get them to do anything, but... <laughs> They're Eric's, busy with whack pack Eric's assignment. got Shuli running around like a maniac. Carrying a wedding ring. Shuli, right. take that number. Yeah, why do you have the wedding ring? Because he has nowhere to put it. <laughs> <laughs> no pockets in that room. All right. Why don't I take a break? And then we'll have, uh, we're going to try and find Eric's penis. Chris Wilding's got uh, some sort of hazmat suit on. And he's going to go in there for the kill. We'll be back right after these words. Well, his penis is so small. It looks like a girl's vagina. Eric's pint-sized puny penis can't be seen because he's obese. If you're high-pitch Eric Pecker, you know Chris Wilding's going to find you. Tell me. Where in the world is high-pitch Eric's penis? Oh, yeah. All right, nice song. Do you wish you had a big penis? Yeah, I wish I did. A yeah. normal size one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. big would be normal size for right. Eric. Yeah, yeah. You guys have something common. Well, anyway, uh, so let's let's <laughs> bring we're in. Bonding in there. Yeah, we're bonding. Yeah. <laughs> right, Eric? We were bonding. Yeah. <laughs> Except when you asked me to meet all your friends and everything. <laughs> you know? I apologize. Even his well. friend back there was like, Eric, stop bringing me up to people. Right. Like, just stop. He feels grateful yeah. to the guy because yeah. you know, he has a friend. Are you attracted to your friend? Yeah, because he's an ex-NYPD guy. Oh, yeah? He's retired. Yeah. He, today is the anniversary when he was in the World Trade Center. Oh, he was one of the first responders? Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And what, And you do a podcast with him? Yeah. And you're attracted to him? Yeah. But you haven't told him yet? I love him so much. But physically? Is this the first time you've said these words? He knows I love him, and I love his wife, too. Yeah, didn't oh, okay. you say you oh. got a boner when you hugged his wife? Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Would I'm... you like a threesome with them, too? His, his wife is fucking hot. Yeah. 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 
You want her. If they, if they, if they would let me have a threesome with them, oh, my God. <laughs> what would you do to him? <laughs> many, many things. Oh, really? oh my goodness. <laughs> like what? Uh, probably start kissing him in the shower first. Oh, my God. All right. Is there room for him in the shower? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Where is this guy? All right, I'll meet him. This is Eric's friend who he's with. Who he's in love with. Who he's in love with. I didn't know you were attracted to this guy. Oh, he's like a big brother to me. He's super handsome? He's taking me to Police Week in Washington, (laughs) D.C. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. This is Officer... This is Mike. Officer Mike. Yeah. Mike, did you know Eric was attracted to you? No clue. Sorry? Clue. No clue. No. This is the first you're hearing of it. Yes. He says he wants a shower with you. Well, usually when he talks about menage a trois, it's always a guy first. Yeah. And then he just picks a random girl to add after the fact. So what do you want to do to Mike and his wife? Have a menage a trois with them, too. So first Mike gets in the shower with you, and then what goes down there? Uh, well, him, him and I are playing with, with each other's cocks. Right. And then, then we both, then his wife is in the middle, and then he's on one side of his wife, I'm on the other side of his wife. Right. And what him. are you guys doing? Black, black. Sounds like a, 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 a... Black Mike has his penis in her. Not inverted, not inverted. No, not inverted. not inverted? Just, yeah. No, Mike, Mike has his penis in her. Yeah. So why don't in you, back, why don't you two and, guys... And, and I, my, t- my penis are on her tits. Yeah, but like, why don't you guys? Why don't you guys blow each other and then have her clean it up? But how, how do no, we thank blow? You. How, how do we blow each other at the same time? You lay down on the bed. Mike puts his penis in your mouth, and then you and you go down on him. It's called sixty nine. You've heard that. It's sixty nine. Yeah. You'd be laying on top what of my face. What do you think of that? And then when you guys finish, Mike's wife could clean up the bed and clean off your faces. Yes. Eric, how come you never told me about these feelings before? You've never... You know I had feelings for you. Not this way. I thought we were bros. I didn't know... We was... are We are bros. That's a little more than being bros. Yeah, well, I, I would think say... you're going to have to take an Uber back to New Jersey. You're not getting in a van with me. Sorry, pal. No, 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 no. no, no. benefits over here. Well, now that it's sexual, it's a little different. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're never going to touch... I'm not shaking your hand. No. You're not going to get anywhere near me anymore. No. You're not going to take him to the police convention? No more police conventions. Oh. <laughs> he was going to let Eric drive the van home today with the with the police yeah. lights on. <laughs> what I like to do is take Eric to those um, fundraisers and what? we let him wear, uh, bring, bring his shield and his rubber gun. <laughs> and then wait for like 25 minutes. Guys think he's a detective because, you know, guys get time on a job. They get a little big. Right. And then like 20, 25 minutes later, they figure out it's really high pitch and then they all go right. crazy. Howard, he owns a great charity. Yeah. Brothers before others. Uh, but like, maybe you should change the name to Brothers That Fuck. Since you're, <laughs> but, no, but Brothers Before Others. When cops, Might be hard to get donations. When, when cops get killed, right? He 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 holds funerals for cops that get killed. Well, that's very nice. I don't hold the funerals, Eric. We 
get flowers for them. We send flowers. You founded a charity that helps families uh, for every uh, guy who dies in the line of duty. Correct. And by the way, when when Eric threatened to kill himself with a knife, it was his charity's knife that he threatened to do it with. And Mike says, could you not use my charity's knife? You mean Eric got a knife from the charity? So it's like, you know, a little giveaway, like a pocket knife. Right. It has the logo on it. Right. He sent it to me and he said he was depressed and he wanted to kill himself. And I said, please don't do it with the logo. Go go get a kitchen knife. (laughs) Well, like three days ago, he messaged me and he goes... He wanted me to do something. He's like, I'm in my truck. I'm doing 90 miles an hour. I'm going to crash. And I'm like, Eric, I just heard the lady behind you in the diner order a cheeseburger. You're not in your truck. Yeah. He's not even in a truck. No, he's not even in I'm a truck. I'm telling you, he does this for attention. To get Why attention do you threaten people? to kill yourself? So Michael pay attention to you? No, because sometimes I'm depressed. But wait a second. You say you're in your truck. You're going to kill yourself by going 90 miles an hour. But you're in a diner. But you're in a diner. Why do you do that? Uh, well, sometimes I'm upset. No. Oh. All right. Howard, he'll message me and he'll say, can you buy, out of the blue, can you buy me a food, can you buy me two futons? And I'm like, Eric, why are you so gluttonous? Why can you just message me and say, can you buy me one futon or chip in? Everything, I want a puppy. He can't take care of himself. He wants me to buy him a puppy. If he gets a puppy, he's never coming on this show again. If he gets any kind of animal, even a goldfish, I'm not letting him on this show again. And the the day he texts the... The uh, sales manager of the Fetty Ford, it wasn't 100, Howard. It was 181 times. Wow. 181 times. You hooked him up with the car dealer. It's your buddy. Yeah. And then next thing you know, Eric's texting him 181 times. And messaging him and saying, here, fix this guy's car who I ran into. It's not a body shop. It's a car dealer. Yeah. Well, he doesn't understand that. Well, I want to thank Troy from Fetty Ford for getting me the truck. And, you know... My friend Mike is a great guy for helping me out, getting me the truck. And there was there was a detective that got killed in Jersey City, and Mike was kind enough to donate uh, a car to. You understand? You're not a police officer. No, he doesn't, Howard. He, he has no clue. On the application, he didn't put down that he he put down. He said he was a retired, disabled NYPD officer. Oh my god. So, Oh my God! The general manager, not of the that place. you're on blue bloods, right. retired, disabled. Oh, so what did the general manager so of the car dealership? There's a discount do? for that. Right. But then, then when the paperwork goes through, you have to show the ID. <laughs> right. He does no ID, so that five hundred dollar discount comes out of my guy's pocket now. You're not. You know, you're not a retired NYPD detective. I wrote actor on the application. No, you right did not, either. Eric. You did not. You wrote retired, disabled NYPD officer. You don't know you Actor did that? Actor doesn't get a discount. I don't know. You're acting that. right that's, now. That's when you're acting. Right <laughs> yeah. That's stolen valor, Eric. Yeah. Same with the family member shit on the windshield. You're not a family. You don't have family that, that are uh, law enforcement. Uh, well, in, in some precincts, I do. I get a weekly text. <laughs> this is how they start. Mike, do you know anybody in Highway 3? <laughs> Right. Do you know Why? Because he has because he has a ticket. Probably yep. gets pulled over, and yep. so he wants you to fix the ticket for him. Yeah, yeah. I try, but it's he he needs to slow. Do me down. a favor. Don't even try. He Let dr- him get the ticket. Way too fast. Yeah. No, but I haven't gotten tickets lately. See what I'm afraid yeah, of, Eric? Because I'm taking care of them for you, which I can't do anymore. You're blowing up my name all over the place. Yeah, I'm afraid of Eric. That what you're doing is you're driving recklessly because you think Mike can get you out of trouble. Mike can only do, you know, Mike's your buddy and everything. Mike can do only so much. Right. But you know you're also going to wear Mike out. He's not going to be your friend forever if you bug him every moment. No matter how many hand jobs you give him in the shower <laughs> with his Thank wife you. helping out. I love, listen, I love Mike, okay? Right. We know. We know. And, like, he did a great 
he did a great thing for detectives that got killed a few. Have you ever seen Mike Nude? No. Do you ever imagine no, what no that might need, look like? No one needs to see that. <laughs> no, no one. No. You've never seen it? No. No. But a detective that got killed in December in Jersey City, Yeah. they just donated a car to his daughter. Can we donate your car to a fallen family so you don't drive anymore? That's right. That's what we no. need to do. Eric, you're not a policeman. You're not. He's got a nice light package on the truck, too. No, Did he I get rid it of it? Off. Oh, you took it off? Wait, you got new lights for your truck? No, not police lights. What kind of lights? You know, he was driving around with police lights for a while. He, so so if he gets introduced to somebody, like he's at an event, and I'll say, he loves chiefs. He doesn't like cops. He likes chiefs. The chiefs captains. of police. Right. So right. I introduce him to the guy who's a fan of the show, right? Right. He's a captain. It's a year later now. Yep. A year later. Eric shows, I get a text, and it's the chief with his phone looking out the blinds, and he's like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? Get him out of here. He Eric shows showed up, up at his house? At the precinct. He just showed up there. He oh. remembered his name and showed up at the precinct. He's stalking these guys. and You can't stalk the cops. It's a chief of police. He wouldn't leave his office. He was hiding like a... <laughs> cops are afraid yeah. of him. Yeah. The cop was hiding. The chief of police <laughs> yes. is hiding out from yes. you. He's got a gun, and he's hiding from you. Right. So... I think me and that chief went out for lunch too that day. Uh, oh my God! Well, listen, uh, you can't uh, shame Eric no. into behaving himself. So, officer, He's going uh, to do this stuff, officer Mike, you were a first responder at nine uh, eleven. N- not nine eleven. I was out sick. I had an injury. I missed. Oh, because uh, Eric's going around saying that you were the first responder. So in ninety three, which is actually today's twenty seven years, I think I was the first one in the building in ninety three. One of the last to leave. With um, when the, uh, the, bombing. First the first yeah, bombing, the truck bombing, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. the World Trade. There's a picture of him in the paper, Howard, pulling a woman to safety. Oh yeah, this guy's a hero, man. Oh wow, cool. Oh. And look at what he's doing for Eric. He's a yeah. double hero. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hero. <laughs> You're going to ruin all his connections, all his friends. You can't well, do this. Well, the yeah, one you thing can't that's ruin good, Mike's life. One thing that's good about it is if people piss me off or bother me, I just like listen. You better knock it off, or I'm giving Eric your number, and then it's like <laughs> yeah. they'll do whatever I ask. All right. Well, Mike, nice to meet you. We're going to go Same find here. Eric's penis. And, uh, Good luck. Let me go take a look for that. All right. And then uh, Mike hosts a podcast with Eric called Between the Blue Balls. No, Between be- Two Blue Balls. It's Between. a weekly podcast. And right. we're on tonight from 8 to 10. Live. Yes. All right. All right. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. All right. Thanks for, for being a cop. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. That's right. That's right. All right, Eric, we're going to try and find your penis now, okay? All right, I'm ready. All right, here comes Chris. Chris, get in here. Is he really wearing a hazmat suit? I don't know what he's wearing. I have no coronavirus. I know, but, he, you know, he isn't exa- he's not exactly anxious. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Hey, fisherman. <laughs> you do look like I a fisherman. I am an explorer. You look like an explorer. I came to explore, to discover. It's hard to understand yeah, you. Yeah, what's wrong with that mic? Yeah, what's wrong with that mic? I don't know. I wasn't in charge of that. Yeah, something wrong with that mic. It's not yeah. too close to your mouth. It's a shame. Yeah, try to move it a little away from your mouth. Away? Yeah, maybe it's the hat. Maybe it's, like it's taped to my face. Oh, it is? <laughs> yeah. Now it's too far away. How's this? Yeah. Move it closer to your mouth. <laughs> Eric, how's this? You. A little better. Okay. A little, a little closer to It's not mouth. great. That's a shame. Yeah. I mean, this is a radio organization. You think I we know. could get a good mic? Yeah, here's a new mic. All right, there you go. Let's see. Uh, is it doubling over now, though? You Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I give up. 
Uh, all right, how's this going to work, Eric? What do you want him to do? You want him yeah. to look for your penis? You look handsome. Hey, Eric, thanks. You look uh, you look good, too. Thank you. I the vest. Yeah, you like the short shorts? Yeah. Yeah. Well, part of this was to appeal to you, to be like a fantasy, you know. Hey, you look great. I like the rainbows. Yeah. But the hat. We did it all for you, man. It looks fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, arm, the arms are showing. And got a little yeah. skin for you. I got a little skin for you. Right oh, wow, you got a lot oh, of Jesus. skin. You're you should... mostly skin. Yeah. yeah. Eric, how are you feeling now that you see Chris Wilding? Because I'm going to try and make the argument that you might have some gay tendencies. Well, towards Chris, yeah. Yes. You're, you're looking at him like uh, he's a piece of uh, oh, Gardein hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> a piece of Gardein meat. He looks like a piece of Gardein hamburger. That's real meat, baby. Real meat. No fake meat. Right. Howard, you know, if Eric wanted to take him right now, he could. And there's nothing Chris could do about it. Right. Well, I'm aware of that. Shit. Yeah. I Eric, that. you're. I mean, uh, Eric, you know, I would classify Chris, who's a friend of mine and works for the show, as a twink. You know, he's very he's very thin and uh, slight. Uh, young looking. Young looking. He looks much younger than his actual age. He looks like a young boy. Is, is I worked hard for that look. Right. Yeah. You, 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 you try to maintain that look. Yes. Is that what you like about him, Eric? Yes. You like <laughs> that he looks like a young boy. Young boy. Yeah. And you like him in short shorts. Yes. Why? You like him, you enjoy looking at his legs? He's got beautiful legs, not too hairy. Right. And, and, and when you see him, you think of sexual thoughts, right? Yeah. Yeah. What are you thinking now? About my penis. You are. And what are you thinking? I think I'm getting a little boner. <laughs> yeah. You're getting a boner. boner. All right. I think so. <laughs> well, then maybe if you want Chris to find your penis now, what would you like to do? Tell me, tell me what How it is do you, you want. want yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm at a loss here. I wanted to see where my penis is. All right. So show him. Try to fondle it. Fondle, fondle it. it. Ah. This is, as far as I'm concerned, this is medical, and I do have some gloves here. Yeah, that I will be wearing. Because, I mean, you're, you're, uh, you're describing something new here. I mean, he was supposed to just go look. For yeah, it. I wanted to look for it, like maybe, like if it's inverted, maybe you can pull it out. All right. Well, well why don't you stand up and show Chris? If your, your cock is there, I will find it. Yeah. Well, don't, and, now, Chris, um, as a gay man, have you ever seen? A, <laughs> have you ever had a partner that his penis was completely inside his body? No, I had a guy with phimosis once, so I couldn't see the head. Uh, it was covered so by. Chris, I'm gonna take this off. All right, yeah. take off your robe. Uh, but no, I I'm a bit of a size queen. I prefer a bigger penis. Right. Well, Usually he has, something. He describes no penis. Yeah, I have no penis at all. Uh, do you want Chris to take off your panties? Or. You want to take off your own panties, or do you want Chris take to take them do? off? I think yeah, it's easier Chris if you take, take them off. Them off. Chris will take them Again, off. Again, this right. is for medical. This is science. All right. Because right. Eric's not able to balance on one leg. I want, I want Dr. Chris to take them off. All right. I'm, I'm going to put a pillow down just for my knees. Chris, okay? when is the last time you had gay sex? It's been, I've been going through a dry spell. Oh. It's been a while. All right. So you maybe know? this so could be... This is the closest I've, I've, closest I've been in a long time. But Chris, we never... We, we just assume you're not, but... Are you feeling yeah. an attraction toward Eric no. at all right now? You're not. No, this, not is, right now. this is medical. He's completely nude almost. Eric, I mean, you're just not my type. Wow. Go you're easy just not my I mean, it's nothing against you. I think you're a great guy. You but do? physically, I, well, I think, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, well, what's your type? More like me, like a twink, someone a little more... Well, I felt. used to be in the movie Super Twink. <laughs> 
That's well. That's something. You know, you're breaking Eric's enormous heart. Oh. Right well, I, let me let's let's see what's <laughs> look going at that on. Look, with your Eric penis. is giving. Oh my God. And maybe what? when I see your penis, I'll change my mind. All right, because that has happened. Eric, it could be that maybe it takes time to develop affection. I'm going to get on my knees. I'm heartbroken. Let me step off in this water. All right. So Eric is standing, and Chris is now on his knees looking at Eric's crotch. Okay. Uh, What are you going to do? You're going to remove his panties? (laughs) Yeah, but honestly, Howard, I'm looking at this contraption here. I don't even know where the panties begin. you got to go from the sides, Chris. completely covered by folds. Listen listen to Julian. What are you saying? So I'm going to lift the side of one of his folds. Oh, Jesus. All right, you're going to lift his fat. (laughs) He's very heavy. Moist. Lift your belly for Chris so he can get your panties off. <laughs> I see. I, I have just seen pubes, so we're in the right area. All right. Well, I am now going to... God, this is not easy. I'm right. going to peel off the side of the thong he's wearing. Do it very gently. I'm trying, Eric, but it's a big operation. <laughs> By the way, Howard, fun fact, Eric doesn't trim his pubes. I know. I can see that, surely. Yeah. You need All a right. car jack for his <laughs> belly. Oh, my God. What? What's oh, my... my God. What is oh, my the God? smell? No, something what? flopped out, and Howard, it's literally inverted. It yeah. is not. I thought he was. Jo- I no. thought he was. It was. What a do shit. you mean? Something flopped out? What flopped I'm, out? Okay, Eric? I'm gonna take off the panties completely now. Yeah, and you're gonna see what I just saw. All right, go ahead. You ready? Yeah. What is that, Eric? Is that your ball? It's it's in the right of cock. But so, there's your balls, right? That's I don't saying. know. It looks like this is this know. is what we're you looking at. You don't know at. what I'm looking at. <laughs> this is inc- this is incredible. This is my is it a shaft? Howard, <laughs> I've never seen anything like this in nature. Well, those are his balls, aren't they? These are his balls. Right, and where's his penis? That right there is the head of his cock. That, that button, literally is Howard. inside the. Um, it's almost like it's imploded within the shaft itself. All right. So now, what is he supposed to do with that, Eric? Maybe, well, he's got to find it. <laughs> Here's what I can do, if I, with Eric's permission and, and everyone's permission. There's some flesh that is completely covering what I believe is the, the head of his penis. Okay. If I'm allowed to push that back, I think we will see the head of his cock. Oh, sure. Yeah, Eric, it, you man. up for that? Yes, do it gently. He's doing it very gently. If you have any pain, you tell me to stop. Well, here we go. I have permission to do this. Yes. Okay. Yes. I am now... <laughs> Putting my fingers on... All right, just go ahead and find his penis. You have my consent. There it is. Let's see it. Well, there it is, ah. Eric. He found your cock. Oh, <laughs> Eureka. But if Robin, you what like do you this, make of that? I can't see a thing, thank goodness. Oh. Hey, you want me to show you? <laughs> I, no. I, I, can't, I can't bring it over to show you any more than this. Do you like that, Eric? Yeah. Have you found it? That feels good. Yeah, you like it. Now, if yeah. I put the skin back over, it goes away. See? Right. That's oh. oh, kind of convenient. Now it's gone. It's almost like it's almost having... Like foreskin. It's almost like having a luggage carrier for your penis. <laughs> it's like a holster. I think ah, it's uh, getting aroused, maybe. I think it is. You have big balls, Eric, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I, are think, you, I think when he was touching it, I'm getting aroused. Are you aroused right now? I'm trying. Yeah, kind of. You kind of are. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What are you thinking about right now? Eric, that's hardly six inches, I'll be honest with you. Right. Yeah. I don't know if that's an inch, Howard. No. I'm not, well, I have a tape measure. You want me to measure it? Uh, sure, oh, go yeah. ahead and measure it. All right. Game prepared. Eric, uh, Chris is going to measure your penis now, okay? Now I'm going to do what they say to do and measure from the base. Okay. All right, I'm going to be, be a very honest here. So. Measure from his ass. I'm getting aroused now. You are? Oh, yeah. I am now. Oh, no. What is getting you aroused? I think you would agree I'm up against the base. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going down. What I am seeing here, it's just shy 
just shy of two and a half inches. Fuck yeah. And now if he's, and a, if he's erect, that's what he is erect. You tell wow. me, Eric. Yeah. You're erect. I, yeah, because if I wasn't erect, it would be small. And it oh, would be yeah. inverted like it was before. Right. So, so you're two a... and a half inches erect. Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, that's know. pretty impressive. Good bragger. Are you, are you fully erect right now? Well, now I am because Chris, Chris is touching me. He's got right. huge Ooh. balls, though. How? I mean, for a guy with a, with a high voice. Well, maybe he'll shove his balls in your ass. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> but, dude, so, you, so you're erect now. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, there you go. Can so you that... face me so I can see your boner, Eric? Yeah. Show Robin, too. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is hysterical. He's rock hard. Oh, Robin. He looks like Same Silence of the Lambs. He's rock hard. There's nothing funny about that. He looks like Buffalo Bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric, uh, it, sounds, it, it seems like you're a love man. He's got baby did. Well, uh, Chris, that was very nice. You came in to find Eric's penis and you found it. I told you if there was a cock there, I would find it. That <laughs> was my did. pledge to you. And, and Eric, Congratulations, Chris. Eric, you... oh, Chris, stay on the floor for a second. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I don't really okay. have much choice. Okay. Eric's putting his thong back No on. smell, which I'm impressed by. Yeah, very he showered. good, Eric. Yeah. I showered and, and, I, I, appreciate and I powdered my balls this morning. Oh, oh wow. Don't <laughs> What is his nuts is sticking out of the Wait a second. Eric has He's got, got can, this can all you, wrong. Can you take the yeah. gloves off? Hold on, Eric. Uh, what am up. I doing? You need to go down on your knees. But it's hard to get there. Wait, what if I sit on the couch? All right, sit on the couch. All right. So stay like that. Something's about to happen. I I'm, think Eric's playing. Okay, I'm something. kneeling. Stay like that. Yeah. Now, Chris. Yeah. I know you. you I know you want to stay in the United States. You don't want to be deported. To a degree, yeah. <laughs> so I got there are limits. I, I Unless it was something worse than deportation. <laughs> yeah, I'm going back to Canada. I wouldn't be like Iraq. I got. I got a little something for you. Okay. Yeah, I saw it. I was playing with it before. No, not that. What? <laughs> well. I, I, I'm so in love with you. You know, I bought you a ring. Wait a second. Wow. That's a big ring, Eric. Yeah. You're so in love with him more than Donnie Wahlberg because you never gave Donnie Wahlberg a ring, right? Tell him that. Because I, I, I didn't buy Donnie Wahlberg a ring because he's married to Jenny. Well, if you're proposing, why am I kneeling and you're sitting? Because it's hard for me to kneel. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's out of shape. Yeah. Let him say what he wants to say. Sorry. So I would like to put this one on your finger and propose marriage to you. Okay. That way you could stay in the United States and I want to marry you. Well, here, put it on my finger. <laughs> I tell you, Eric's more romantic so, than Ronnie the limo yeah. driver. It's, it's, a, it's a hundred times too big. All right. Well, you'll, thing, get, you'll get it sized. Put it on his finger. It's a size. Well, what about if you put it here? It's a size 15. It's still way too out. big, Eric. Yeah, this is very sweet. Don't ruin it. Well, put it on your thumb. Yeah, well, well, my waist. If, well, what if we get it sized? What What if we get it well, sized? Well, wait what a second. Asking All right. me? What are you asking me? What is it you want to say? Chris, I want, I want you to take this ring and we, so you and I can get married. You're asking me to marry you? Yeah. The answer is no, Eric. Why? Because... First of all, that other guy came in here, and you were all over him. So I don't really feel you're that well, invested the, in me. The, the cop who just came in. I heard what you said to him. And Donnie. 
But John Donnelly's married. He's out of the fucking question. What about Stamos? Fuck Stamos. Whoa. Mm. Like what about the weather guy? Uh, he's saying he's in love with Chris. Champion. Mike Woods? Yeah, yeah Mike what Woods. About Mike? What about Mike Woods? <laughs> Mike Woods is always on vacation. <laughs> Forget all those other guys. Here, here, here's, here's the reality. For this to work, to really work legally in the eyes of the government, we, you're in love with me, but I'd have to be in love with you. So let's make it happen. I can't just fall in love with someone willy-nilly. I have to really have feelings for that person. And I I just don't have those feelings yeah, for you. Yeah, but you never went on a date with me to Sesame Street Live. Yeah, I was waiting That's for true. the invite. That's true. I invited you for Valentine's Day. Where was my call? I told you I was away. And that's the truth. Now, that's not Eric's fault. I'll tell you the other issue I have. I feel you are a gay man. I really do. So why do we go to wrestling? Yeah. The Madison School Guard. No, it's not about the event. It's I could never marry a man who wasn't leading an authentic life, a true life. I lead a true life. And I feel a lot of this depression and threatening to kill yourself and all that. That comes from a place. But if I, if you and I were married, that would never happen. But if you and I were married, you'd be gay, right? <laughs> With you, yes. So you'd say to the world, I am gay. If you and I got married, yes. Would you say it now? If, if Chris, if you and I got married, I would be gay. <laughs> I agree, but I want you to say that and know that. Well, why are you making him say all this if you're not even agree to a well, date? Why don't you right. give the guy a chance? I would go on a date, but you know, Eric, I don't know. You're taking everyone else out. You're you're messaging that guy a hundred times. Taking out? The guy at the dealership, your buddy, the cop who was just in here. He's married. So if he wasn't married, would you be with him over me? No. Bullshit. I don't believe you, Eric. No, because you and I go way back. We have a history. Not really, <laughs> Chris. I think what Eric's saying, if I, Eric, yeah. if you don't mind me stepping in, Eric is saying he's willing to give up everything. For you. I mean, he's putting it all out on the line. He put a ring on no your finger. No more masturbating to Donnie. Or Give up what? You, Eric, will you masturbate to Donnie if you're married to Chris? No. Yeah, I won't put up with that. Well, okay, he's saying he's done with all that. He wants you. Can, you. you can live in my house with me in Brooklyn. Oh. I don't know if I want that either. <laughs> Do you have a car? No. I have a car. I can drive you wherever you need to go. Yeah, but you're a bad driver. Do man. you? Are you interested in this at all? Just be honest. No, I'm not. The guy I'm not. not. He doesn't and, want and to I'm, be married. And so, it's not so that I don't did. like you as a person. You've given me so many years of entertainment on the radio. It's an honor. Really, it's an honor. So, but so, romantically, I'm just not. You know, I'm not into you. So when do you want to go on a date? Yeah. Oh, Eric. Feels I don't that know he if I'd be into you. you after a date. Eric, would you try a date it? or not? Be I honest. Would, I would try a date, but you'd have oh. to be a gentleman, and and you know, you can't you can't uh, jump on top of him like you did in your car in the truck. That you want me to chaperone the yeah. date? Uh, I need someone how, to chaperone. How, how, the how date. about you come to Shuli's show on a Friday, and I'll, we'll go on a date. I'll think about it. Sure, I like Shuli. I've been to I've been to a few of his shows, and they're great. I can get you guys fun. a hotel room. I don't. No, I don't need that, Shuli. I don't need a whole. Very slow if we're going to do this because right now right. I'm telling no, you, you are not my type, and I'm sorry, and I don't want to break your heart because I know what it's like to be into someone who's not into you. But right now, Eric, I'm not. I'm not feeling it. I like that this whole proposal, Eric, is still holding your hand. Oh my god! I'm afraid to take it. <laughs> Staring at him like Eric. Is there anything you want to say? Your proposal has been rejected. Chris, thank you for being honest with Eric. I, I have to take the ring off. All right. Oh, no, you're Wasted not 25 bucks, man. And that's the other thing. I mean, Eric, 
listen, I'm not a, a material person, but $25 on a ring, it doesn't make me feel like you're being very serious about the proposal. You want to know something? I think it's kind of sweet. I mean, he knew that you, it was going to be a tough battle, and he got you a $25 ring. I know, I mean, but he, you know how much money he's making on Cameo? He just bought a truck. Well, <laughs> he, could have bought, he could have bought me a, a but ring. Why, why put in all that money? You're not going to take it anyway. Well, he didn't know that. Now yeah. he knows. Yeah. By the way, Eric, that ring fits you, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So he got it his well, size. I think it was his ring. Yeah. And he's how just did you buy a that. ring for for Chris that fits you? Does that ring feel would that ring, Does that ring fit on your penis? Maybe Chris's penis. <laughs> Doesn't fit on my penis. You want me to try? No, I'm good. Let me try. Mind if Eric puts that ring on your penis? Yes, I do. You do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you Believe it or not, I well, do. Put it down. Let me try no, it. I'll put it on your penis and see if it, it fits. It fit. Have Why? you tried it? Well, well, I tried it with this. It didn't fit. All What's right. that ring? All right. Well, this, this is going to be. Well, I can't believe I'm married. So no. Did you put that ring on your cock, and I just put it on my bare finger? No. You sure? Yes. All right, guys. Look, I feel bad that Eric. I feel good that Chris found your penis. That was a fantasy of yours. I'm yes. glad I could make that come true. Chris is not in love with you and did not accept your proposal. I thought your proposal was beautiful. I really did. Thank you. It was sincere. It was you had heart. a ring prepared. You admitted you're in love with a man. I think you've taken some big steps here. Do you want to try a date? Do, do yes, you, I want to try a date. I will do. Do you feel you could win him over on a date? Maybe. Yeah. Depends on how drunk we get. What about uh, what about a dinner somewhere? Where would you take Chris to dinner? Where do you like to go? Uh, somewhere nice. I don't know. Where do you like to eat? No, 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 no. You take me to McDonald's. It's not going to happen. No, no Chick-fil-A. Why? What's wrong with Chick-fil-A? Oh, the president of the United States, Donald Trump, wants to talk about finding your penis. Who are you voting for, Eric? Have you decided yet? Not yet. It's too early. Too early? All right. Well, here's the president. He's been following your penis story. Yes, Mr. President. Howard, this is the best president in the history of the universe, Donald J. Trump. Yes, yes, we're honored. What did you think about Eric and his penis and the proposal and everything? I hear that penis is very small, right? As small as mini Mike Bloomberg. So short. And everyone knows it. You know, I'm just going to say something. To take Eric's penis and make it part of the political process is wrong. You're using it to attack Mike Bloomberg. Bigly. Look, listen, listen. When Chris Wilding is done finding that little dick, send him to the White House. I need him to find the whistleblower and all the other leakers. And you know what? I'll bet they all have tiny any dicks, too. Not like me, Howard. Right. You have a big penis, right? My penis is so big. Okay, want me to prove it? Yeah. I'll rub it on the phone right now. Go ahead. How big big is his penis? I'll find out. You hear that? Yeah. It's just the head. Eric wants to know uh, how big it is. Now, here's the chef. Melania is so lucky, right? Am I right? She gets all this. Well, she is lucky. You hear what he's doing? He's here. He's nodding. He agrees with me. (laughs) Right. Wait a second. Why the fuck are you here, Mike? This is my executive time. Get out. Anyway, have fun looking at a gross little penis, buddy. You're doing great things. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. President. And by the way, Howard, when will this be on the app? 
I love the app. Uh, very soon, actually. You hide behind your fortress of computer screens. So cute. All right. right. Well, yes, I hide <laughs> for a reason. Thank you. Bigly. <laughs> Bye-bye. Right. Bye, Mr. President. There Bye. he is. That's a uh, president. Wow. 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 Well, I guess does that sum it up, Robin? Is it, I mean, I, I don't think we can get any more out of this. They're going on a date, right? This Friday, I guess they're going to Shuli's show. You want to? This Friday? I'll, I'll drive you. <laughs> I don't know if I want to get in a car with you, Eric. No, I wouldn't I do really that. Really don't. <laughs> I, I like you. I go to a show with you, but I don't know. I, I'll get how about, myself. How about there. we do dinner and a show? Let's talk about it. You talk to Shuli about it. Okay. That, I will do that. I promise you, I will do that. Surely we'll get you a separate hotel room. Yeah, but don't tell him where the hotel room is. It's in the same hotel. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, You're saying, but, but, I'll make but, my but, own accommodation. No, no, but he won't give me your room number. Uh, yeah, somehow you'll yeah, find it. Finagle your way into my room. You're no. saying Shuli's going to arrange for two hotel rooms, two separate rooms, and Chris, you will not uh, bother Chris while he's in his room? No. I think it's a good invite. Look, it's it's at a casino, so you guys will be able to drink. You'll be able Where to is play. This? Right. It's upstate. Oh God. Schenectady. Wait, you're playing in Schenectady. What Eric is saying is, yes. you're going to arrange for some rooms for Eric and uh, and Chris. Right now, is Shirley paying rooms. for this? Separate rooms. Separate rooms. They have a meet and greet at, at the comedy oh, show. Not the co- and people would love to see me and you. Oh, yeah. Oh, as a couple, sure as a new was. couple. <laughs> the power couple. The new power couple from the show. <laughs> but yeah. what happened to dinner? No no dinner? We'll have dinner, too. Afterwards or before? Before. An early dinner. All right, let me ask you a question, Eric, because yeah. I know sometimes you have impulse control problems. Are you going to put your hand on Chris's knee during the dinner? No, because he might feel very uncomfortable. Oh. Thank you. Wow. Eric Weinstein. Are you going to throw your leg over his lower half of his body and pin him like you did in the truck? No, because he might feel very uncomfortable. Do you think at one point, after a few glasses of wine, you might move in and kiss Chris Wilding? Maybe before the night is over, just to say goodnight. Right. On the mouth. On the cheek. On the cheek. Oh, like a gentleman. Oh, oh, you. Oh, okay. okay. All right. And then I'll ripe him. <laughs> uh, Chris yeah. and you, are, are yeah. you really serious about this? I would go on a date with Eric. I mean, I'll be perfectly honest with you, Eric. I, I don't know if Friday works because Saturday I actually have someone coming into town. A guy? Yeah. And you're going to have sex with him? Probably. That's perfect. Eric can drive you back home Saturday. He's got a huge cock. Would you let Eric watch at least while you see those? What? No. What time do you need? What time do you need to be home Saturday? You're for your sex. <laughs> I don't know what time his flight gets in. Probably early afternoon. Because I we can leave at four a.m. from the hotel. <laughs> oh boy, that's Chris. Great. The would you be like willing that. to take a blowjob from Eric? No. You're not? No. Oh. Eric, can I ask Chris a question? Yeah. The guy that's coming on Sunday, you're probably going to hook up that night, right? Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll be hooking but, up so, for most of the day. So why the rush for this guy, but keeping it slow with Eric? Yeah. Because this guy has like a nine-inch penis. Jeez, the guy's... So is everything cock size? 
No, it's not. It's it's. Nine. He's a nine-inch penis, nine. and he has a good Eric, body. you could be in big trouble. Nine. You have like seven more inches you need to grow. Pie <laughs> Friday. You think oh. he could do that? No. <laughs> this was the guy that threw my I neck think, out. You want to know something, Eric? I think you're so in love with him, you would grow seven inches more for him. <laughs> I think I can buy Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you shave yourself. those pubes. His whole life he hasn't grown, but by Friday he will. Well, it's not a bad idea to shave the pubes. I'll probably put another half inch on you. Definitely. Yeah, that helps. You want to shave the pubes off? Of no, I don't want to shave your pubes. <gasps> it's not my thing. Eric, you have been so loving and sincere with this guy. I don't know what more you can do. I almost feel like I'm watching an episode of The Bachelor, and you're doing everything you can to win He's this guy over. He's not that into you. Yeah. You know what it is? But don't you think your feelings could grow after the dinner, and especially after a big, funny show like Truly? I have <laughs> tremendous fondness for Eric. I think there's something... But fondness can grow into love. He's endearing... He's. Uh, I think you're. You're. There's something very innocent about you that I find very charming. Innocent's a good word for it. Yeah. You're <laughs> saying there's nothing that that he can do that could ever change a feeling for you about him to ever see him in a romantic. I mean, if we got into a car accident and you know my brain got scrambled a little bit. <laughs> All right. So there's a chance. I mean, if you became slow. That's what seatbelts are made for. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Eric, if you want to say one, because I, I got to end this segment. If you want to say something to Chris now, to sum it up, to put it all out there on the line, so that he can see you for who you are, I will allow it. Chris. Eric. I need you to come on this date with me Friday night. It would mean the world to me. And I'll take you home Saturday morning. I'll see what I can do, Eric. I, I will do my very best. And that is a, I promise you that. Well, if not, we can go out for lunch on Sunday. Okay, maybe. Well, Chris is going to be recovering from nine right. inches of dick Sunday, so. Julie, you got to always interrupt the romantic moment. <laughs> Sorry. He's, he's, not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. Eric doesn't no, need I... help here. He's putting it out on the line. I've never You're seen right. him like this. You're right. So what's better for you? Friday. Forget, forget the date. What oh, is no. it about the you? Question. What is it question. about you that, that would make me fall in love with you? What am I missing? My sense of humor. You know, my fun, my love, you know, my... My good looks. You're not a bad-looking guy. No, you're not. All right, everybody stop with the... Uh, <laughs> what? You know, Robert, can you stop interrupting No, me? I'm just <laughs> trying to stop them from interrupting you. Well, I'm trying oh. to stop... You're trying to stop me from interrupting Shuli. <laughs> hey, Boner. <laughs> yeah. All right. Chris. Look into Chris's eyes and tell him now. Wait, what if, if you don't come Friday, what if, what if we go on a date Sunday? Sunday's hard because it's a work night. That's no the Sunday truth. afternoon. It's not a work night. I'm talking about Sunday during the day. Okay, maybe yeah. You don't have to recover from any cock or anything. <laughs> maybe. Yes. Well, what do you have to recover from cock juice? Uh, the last time there were some issues, but we'll 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 figure it out. All right. Because okay. I know you're not going to come all the way upstate Friday. It's, it's be... a bit of a schlep. Yeah, for a first date, usually I just go out for a quick lunch with someone locally, you know, maybe after work. And then if we vibe, we can date another time. And if we don't, it's no one's put out, you know? All right, so how about we go out for lunch Sunday afternoon around noon? Eric, I get the vibe that this guy's going to be icing down his asshole after Sunday. <laughs> or this his guy... neck. Something is yeah. going to be iced. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's gonna take, you're going to take it in the ass on Sunday? I don't think so. Not with this guy. <clears throat> but he literally, are. he, this guy threw out my neck the last time I was with him because I was blowing him. And I, it, was, it was so much up and down. Is he's he, like. Is he staying with you on Saturday? 
I think that's the plan, yeah. Aww. Oh, he broke Aww. his heart. Oh, oh, Eric, to be God. fair, I mean, you just had a guy in here, and you were saying how you want to blow him and, you know, stick your dick on his wife's tits. I mean, how do you think that makes me feel? It doesn't make me feel like you're very because serious. You said, because you said you don't want to go out with me. I never said that. Just now uh, you did. Just now, but what happened before? Yeah, but Eric doesn't want to sit here and hear, hear how you broke your neck blowing a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in all fairness to Eric. My apologies. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, Eric. I'm, I'm trying to be honest. Am I open to a date with you? Sure. But do I think it's going to lead to something? Probably not. Uh, Maybe down the line. It, it, very likely not, but you never know. All right. Well, there it is. Well, I don't let, know what's let, happening. Well, let me know if you want to go out to lunch Sunday, like a quick lunch. Maybe we'll go for, to a pizza place. Okay. Yeah, I would. I think we. I would like a chaperone of some sort. Surely. Okay, works for me. Surely's working on Sunday now. Surely. Surely. Or next week. I mean, why do we? We don't have to rush this. I will go on a date with you. Let's find a date that works for both. How about Del Frisco's downstairs? That's a great restaurant. I would. I would be honored. All right. After the show. Surely looks like you're working Sunday. After the show today, Eric. No, next week. All right, next week. Okay. All right. Thanks, sir. Well. Why do birds suddenly appear? Because they appear in, in the sky. Every time you are near, Eric wants love. Because Chris wants love too. And so do all of us. Because we all need love. And on the day, Eric, you were born. The Chris, was, Chris was born too. And he loves you. And I love him too. And one day you'll be married, and Eric, you'll be pregnant with Chris's baby. And Chris will have to change the diapers. Right. (laughs) Good song. Decided to create a dream come true. To be blue. (laughs) Sprinkled with fairy dust and you. Yeah, the new right. Oscar and Hammerstein. <laughs> Oscar Frankenstein. <laughs> Looks like he's pregnant with Chris's kid now. Yeah. Twins. All right. The audience wants to react to this. Yes, Chris from California. What do you make of this? Uh, uh, I think Eric's fully out of the closet now, and I'm happy for him. Yeah, for sure. But my comment was I usually don't like the gay stuff, but I think I'm falling in love with Chris Wilding. He yes. is so sincere, and he's so quick and so funny. When you hear on the playback, he's just right on it. The guy hits it out of the park every time he's on. Wait till you see what he's wearing. Yeah. Oh, this is the best. He's How wearing a full he... safari outfit with short shorts. How big is your car? I can, I can, hardly, <laughs> Let's I can go. hardly wait to park tonight. When, when is this going to be on the app? When am I going to be able to see this? Uh, soon, ASAP. I'll get right on it after the show. I, I have my work cut out for me. Mary Ann from Brooklyn, go ahead. You know what, Chris? You really disappointed him. Why don't you, you, you let him through all this? Why don't you take it as a friendship ring, Chris? What's wrong with you? Well, it doesn't that. fit, Mary. Well, you I can didn't fix lead that. him through anything. Come on, Chris. You, you know what? Marianne makes a point. You could accept his ring as a friendship ring. Right. I'll take the ring. I feel bad taking something insincerely. his heart out to you. You you know how he is. A lot of the audience turning on you, Chris. I love Marianne. I feel bad about that. All right, Joe, go ahead. You're on the air in Florida. I love it. It's like a gay groundhog day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
It's just you should have it every year, and then that's that's how we can figure out how much we have left for the winter. Oh, I, trust me, I don't think we've heard the end of this. Eric no. is a very persistent boy. I think he's going to pursue Chris till the end of time. Honestly, yes, Rusty, Rusty, the cop. Rusty is a cop. I'm retired, Howard. Retired. First, okay. Let me tell you, I've been listening to you since '86. Thank you. Love it. It's Thank fantastic. You. Thank you. This fucking Mike guy should be ashamed of himself. Mike. He, he, Yay! Mike the cop? Fucking retard around, <laughs> bringing him places, letting him claim that he's a, a disabled cop. I got plenty of guys I know are disabled. This right. fucking retard's going around saying he's disabled, trying to get benefit from it. Come on, Mike. You, you want me to get yeah, Mike in here? It. You want to have an argument with him or no? Hmm. I don't think. I don't care. Bring him in. All right, Mike, come on in and defend yourself. Rusty, the retired cop, wants to speak to Mike, the retired cop. Mike, we just met who is Eric's partner in the podcast. All of a sudden, there's all kind of arguing breaking up. <laughs> Mike, you're being, you're being attacked by Rusty right now. Fuck you, douchebag. There you go. Now Come we're kind of you You're bringing this guy around, letting him be, uh, say he's retired, disabled. I'm cop. not Come saying on, he's man. retired. Listen to the fucking show. He said he was retired. He said he was yeah, disabled. I'm not bringing him anywhere. Let him go around saying this. You're bringing him in there. He, he, ha, ha, it's funny. Get out of here. Come Are on. Are you breaking the blue wall of silence all of a sudden? I mean, what is going on here? Here, Rusty, you're returning on one of your brothers? Uh, no, he's breaking it. He's the one being a scumbag, letting this guy go around saying he's disabled. Says the guy on the other end of the phone, come down here and call me a scumbag. I'll knock your fucking teeth out. No, now we're Ooh, talking. I'm scared. Ooh. Rusty. I'll come down there anytime you want. <laughs> okay, Rusty. <laughs> I hate to see two officers of <laughs> yeah, the law fighting. He's a man now. Does Eric blow you? You two guys blow each other? What's so <laughs> wrong with that? Uh, <laughs> no, but the script is out there. We might have room for you, too. Hey, Rusty, oh, why yeah, do you, you blow me? me you will be a bottom, too. Uh, Rusty, uh, Eric, since he got turned down uh, by Chris, is wondering if you would blow him. <laughs> if I'll blow uh, Eric? Yeah. Nah, he's too small. Too small, uh, Eric. I'm sorry. Well, you guys, I hate to see officers of the law fighting, but, uh, you know, sometimes things happen. That's all good. We're all family. We all got right. a charity box match coming up May 30th. How, how tall are you, Rusty? How much do you weigh? 6'1", 190. Uh, you're a little too small for me. I can find I'm somebody to knock the shit out. out of you, though. You think you can <laughs> knock them out? I doubt it. I'll fuck you up in two seconds. Okay. <laughs> do officers fight a lot when they're on the job? I mean, are oh, they? Oh, yeah. They yeah. do? They do? I had a fist fight to, once. Not no more. These guys are pussies today. I had a fist fight once in uniform at the Staten Island, on the Staten Island Ferry on the New York side. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> the guy was, some, somebody let a, a round go. I, I hope I don't offend you, Rusty, by telling a story. Uh, somebody let a round go in a locker room, and it went through the locker. And oh, it my messed God. up the guy's jacket. It was like a $900 How does it? Coat. How does a trained officer... He's a rookie. He's an idiot. He let a round off? You mean he took his gun out of the holster in the locker room? Yeah, so he let a round go, and then he was going to... The guy didn't pay him fast enough for the jacket, so he said he was going to turn him in, call the sergeant. And I kept telling yeah. him, stop saying that. Don't be a rat. I said, if you say it again, I'm going to knock your teeth out. And then he said it again, so we started fighting at the ferry terminal. They called the cops 911 on us. <laughs> They called cops yeah. on the cops? And then the boat got out. So the boats come every 15 minutes, <laughs> yeah. and like people were coming out looking at us, and then we just got in the car and drove away. Well, it happens. Uh, Rusty, you better be careful. Mike sounds like he knows how to handle himself. I'm scared. You should be. No, I'm shaking. Okay. Well, Rusty sounds like a tough guy, too, I'll tell you that. Rusty. Yeah. <laughs> Rusty. All right, Rusty. Well, there you go. Everyone is fighting. Yeah, but they, All right, but I want to uh, thank you, Rusty. You know, I don't like to see the officers fighting. Eric, I've, all these officers are fighting over you. Love you, Rusty. Yeah. yeah, cops should have fight. They're, they're brothers. Right. They back each other up. You're Come like on. a stepbrother, Eric. Let's go to Tim. Tim wants to say hello. Hi, Tim in Ohio. Hi, Schmeggle Dildos, Howard. Schmeggle Dildos. What, what is up with all this gay shit? 
Good well, God. listen, love is love in my book. And yep. uh, Eric wanted to sincerely get with Chris, and Chris was up for it, and so we, we let it happen. You can't, you can't, uh, oh. you, you, you can't fall We're trying love. to help Eric discover his sexual. Tim, you never, Tim, you never heard the phrase, love is up in the air? <laughs> I've no. never heard that. It's a popular <laughs> phrase. <laughs> that isn't yeah, a phrase. What the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> he doesn't even know what his sexual orientation is. We're trying to help. Let's go to Mike, who uh, wants to say hello in Pennsylvania. All of New York and America is talking about High Pitch Eric with his love for Chris, his love for Mike the Cop. They're talking about Rusty the Cop, who was at war with Mike. All of a sudden on the show, a lot is happening. But love, as Eric said, is up in the air. <laughs> yes, Mike. Good morning, uh, Howard. I just need to comment, you know, uh, despite all this other stuff going on, uh, Fred deserves an Oscar for adapted score for playing Jurassic Park and Indiana Jones while Chris is looking for that penis. I, that was the most classic thing I've ever... Fred, I have I, to admit, you really are on fire well, thank, I can't take credit for that. There yeah. are people on the staff here Fred, who I made those selections. Oh, all right. But it's a group Fred, effort. I played, I, you should have played Star Wars, though, because I, I can only imagine Eric's penis is a... Eric's penis is a Death Star burn semen. So, <laughs> all right, there you go, Mike. Not ready to destroy. Arnold Schwarzenegger is on the phone. Hi, Arnold. What's up? Oh my God, Howard! I haven't been able to come for this entire segment. I don't think I'll ever be able to come again. Oh, this is so disgusting! Please, Robin, say something. Can you make it hot for me? Robin, would you mind saying something heterosexual to Arnold so he can come? Arnold, I can only say, oh, lo love is up in the air. Oh, there you go. Robin always knows what to say. She's an angel. How's that, Arnold? All right, here's Mike from Maine. Go ahead, Mike. In hours. <laughs> I like that his cum always ends up in a pail. A call I don't know alarm why he has on. a pail around. It's prepared. I mean, he comes right into a bucket. that thing with him. Yeah, Mike. Mike from Maine. Hey, now, Howard. Hey. hey uh, so, uh, uh, very proud of Chris. I mean, this guy literally will do anything for the show. But uh, I like the other cop, or not the other cop, because I'm not a cop. But like the cop said before, I'm disappointed in Mike for letting Eric get away with all these crimes. And helping him cover it up and calling all his friends to help him. Well, cover listen, Eric. I don't think he's committing crimes or no. helping him cover it up, well, but he's trying. Hey, we all know Eric's a danger to society, and the more you embolden this guy and make it, you know, it's almost like. Mike, do you feel go... you're encouraging Eric to uh, get away with that? Hey, I didn't give him his license. To talk to the state of New York. Mm. All joking aside, Mike, how many phone calls have you made to get Eric out of tickets? A couple, one or two. That's shame on you. You're a better cop than that. How do you know what kind of cop I am? I could suck as a cop. How do you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> we don't... to give you benefit of the doubt, man. No big deal. But I, I, I think, you, you know, when a guy like this on the street, it's like letting a criminal out there with a gun. It's crazy. All right. Enough Howard, great comparison. Got... Great comparison. A man Howard, with a gun and it's a summons. Eric right. got pulled over on the Tappan Zee Bridge doing 90. Right. Okay. Speed limit there is what? 55, 60 maybe? Or yeah, even 50, 45? Think, yeah. The cop recognized him. Yeah. Not Mike. Just some other cop. Right. Let him go. Right. With a warning. All right. Keep it well, listen, mind. Eric, you poured your heart out today. You uh, you came clean and you talked about the love and sexual fantasy you have for Chris. I want you to keep this as a friendship. Sure. That might fit me, Eric. Can I try that on? <laughs> Mike would be a great, I mean, you'd be a great couple. You but two. you're married. You have a ring. That didn't stop you from taking me into a shower with my wife. But what about him? He's going to feel heartbroken. He can come too. I'll be fine. Chris, give it uh, to whoever you want, Eric. 
Chris, I think Eric wants to give you the ring. Okay, then I will keep this. I'll hold on to it. And cherish it. I will cherish it. That I will So do. can we go out for lunch next right. Wednesday well, after we'll the see. show? Sure. sure. All right. The date is on. Let's see how it goes. Chris has accepted uh, Eric's friendship ring, and let's see if anything comes of it. All right. What do you expect for that ring, Eric? The date for next Wednesday, and well, sure we will chaperone it. Okay. Sounds like you got it. All right. Well, Eric, thank you. We are glad we discovered your penis. Uh, Mike, uh, thank you for stopping by, you, and uh, good luck with the podcast. Eric and Mike doing the, what is it, podcast? Between Two Blue Balls. Between Two Blue Balls. Tonight, Very 8 to 10. Catchy name, Between Two Blue Balls. On, and f- on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, okay. Shuli, <laughs> uh, sounds like you'll be chaperoning a date next week. Yeah, yeah. And My Chris, dreams are coming you. true. All right, we'll be back right after these words. I'm really What? My name is all right, a lot of fans wrote in, and uh, let's see what they're saying. Uh, a lot of people wrote me about Jimmy Kimmel at the Kobe Bryant Memorial. I heard from Jimmy yesterday, and he says Kimble, Kimble. he would have a lot of tears left when I die to do my eulogy. Uh, but did he know he was going to cry like that? Is what I was really wanting to know. Jimmy does cry a lot. I mean, there's no doubt. He cried over John Ritter. And I even said to him, John Ritter? Really? I mean, what was your relationship with him? He goes, well, I don't know. He, I liked him on TV. But Jimmy's got a lot of heart. But uh-huh. I just feel... I sometimes think, you know, you Richard think is much. that emotional. Right. Does Jimmy have problems? Too? Well, it says... Well, somebody, one guy wrote in, I really used to like Jimmy Kimmel. He just seems fake with all this crying over people he doesn't really know. But, I mean, it's a little harsh. What's with Jimmy and all this crying? I bet he never knew Kobe Bryant besides having him on his show. Well, Well, having me on his show is having a person on your show. You get to know them. Well, listen, I had Sam Kinison on my show many times. And when he died, I had I had uh, Fred, Fred Eric write a uh, song about him. And that was the end of it. But you had a relationship with him, too. Oh, but he, didn't he came cry. to my house for dinner. Right. We would go visit him at his house. Didn't you guys drive around L.A. together? We stuff? sure did. So did you cry? No. All right. But, you know, there's something very wrong with me in the opposite way. Of Jimmy. <laughs> so I'm saying something's wrong. Well, I know I'm afraid to allow anything to touch me too much, so. And Jimmy lets everything touch him. Jimmy gets touched too much. (laughs) (laughs) I recently watched an episode of Finding Your Roots on PBS that featured Jimmy Kimmel. There were a few times where he got teary-eyed about some of his ancestors. I love Jimmy, and he seems to have a sensitive heart, but he should definitely try to limit the crying on television. (laughs) I know. It seems like every opportunity to cry, he takes. You got to let some go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like if Fred died right now, I wouldn't even cry. <laughs> like if he dropped dead right in here? the studio. I don't think I'd cry. Oh, you have to. You I'll, I'll pinch so. your nose hair. So no, you but I mean, cry. my nose hair, that did, makes me did sneeze. Did you almost cry when, when Robin had her difficulties? I did cry, but that wasn't on the air. On the air is a different story. I'm very macho on the air. <laughs> I cry. Oh, I cried. Crazy cried about Robin. I cried to her friend. Oh, we geez. were both crying so hard. We couldn't talk. Oh, dear. 
But on the air, I'm not doing that. Definitely no crying over Gary. Do we all agree? No. Dulo Buki. Dulo Buki. Fred, you're not going to cry if Gary dies, are you? I might. On the air? I might. Wow. I think I would. We've never seen Fred cry, have we? No. No, Fred's made me cry. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt. I've made many people cry. Have I ever seen Fred cry? No. But then again, I don't see Fred that much. But I mean, here in the studio. No. Never. Very masculine. See, it doesn't have to be done. That's what I'm saying, Jimmy. Wait a second. What is that drop again? That's John Goodman. Oh, right. I'm not sure why he was making that noise, but he's the best. You know, strange noises can come out of people. Jesus, John Goodman is so skinny now. He really got his shit together. He's like, hey, I don't want to die. Good for him. I didn't recognize He's going to die anyway. I was out somewhere, and a guy comes up and says hello to me. Oh, he's out in the serious lobby here. A guy comes up, hey, Howard. I'm looking at him, looking at him. I go, shit, that's John Goodman. <laughs> I didn't recognize him. But people are doing all kinds of things not to die, but they die anyway. Yeah, they do, but while you're alive. I was explaining this to Jimmy Kimmel, actually, while we're talking about Jimmy. Because he's like, what the Kimble, fuck is wrong Kimble. with you? He says to me. Like, you, you live your life like you want to live forever. I go, look, it's not about living forever. He makes fun of me. Because <laughs> he wrote me an email last night about, the you know, the Kobe thing and him crying. and Right. And then he said something. Don't worry. He goes, first of all, you're going to outlive me because you drink so much hot water and you're trying to stay alive forever. <laughs> I, and I wrote him back and I said, Jimmy, it's not Kimble, that I want to stay alive forever, but the time I have on the planet, I want to feel good inside. I don't want to be walking around sick. You know? And he goes, well, with all that hot water drinking, I don't think you're going to get sick. One fan thought I was being too hard on Jimmy. Howard, just an FYI, Kobe was on Jimmy's show many times. Imagine if one of your frequent guests passed, like David Spade or Alec Baldwin. Give Jimmy a break. How dare you? I like Alec Baldwin and David Spade very much, but I don't think I'm going to cry on the air. Do you? No. Yeah, me neither. I don't know if I could get there. When, when... I don't, I can't imagine you no crying over the death of anyone on the air. Right. No. You you hold it together pretty well. Yeah. Believe me, I wish I could cry more like Jimmy. But I don't Jimmy takes it a little too far. You're saying he's complete opposite of me. Yeah. He goes too far with all that uh, crying. Again, I have to point out he was talking about that lion that mm. was shot. Yeah, I know. I feel and like started crying. I feel like if he does my funeral, everyone's going to be waiting for Jimmy to cry. And if he doesn't, it's going to be a huge disappointment. Yeah, like, what the heck was that? Right. <laughs> we came to see some crying. Right. Crying. Um, said, uh, crying. One of the nicest guys said, uh, crying. that uh, we've had around here. Crying. I'll be crying. I knew I was going to do this. Crying. It's sad for everyone here. I know Howard Stern's going to play this and make fun of me. (laughs) I can only imagine how painful this is for them. I don't think any of us could have imagined this. Everywhere you go, 
You see his face, his number. Gigi's face, Gigi's number. How about if Jimmy shows up at my funeral and starts laughing hysterically? <laughs> that would be horrible. <laughs> That's what he does when he's really upset. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, on Tuesday, I was telling Robin that I want what I want to have happen when I die. I'm afraid of waking up in my coffin after I'm declared dead. <laughs> and the fans had some questions for me. Howard, um, d- do you plan to be entombed without being embalmed? Because you won't be springing back to life with your veins full of formaldehyde. No, I do you'll not... be seriously dead then. Yeah, no, I do not want formaldehyde. You're not going to be embalmed. Howard, are there any special items you'd like to be buried or entombed with? Yes. My autographed picture from who do who did I have that with in the <laughs> of John and Yoko Moe's check <laughs> yeah no yeah I want to be buried with Mo of the Three Stooges I have a check that he wrote <laughs> Moe's check I want a uh, enough is enough signed index card <laughs> to be buried with me that's right people wonder why I'm saving all that stuff and if you don't know what I'm talking about. Go back and listen to hour one of the show. Uh, I hate to even bring this up, but what if you die and Beth remarries? Will she get buried with you or will she be buried with her new husband? Oh, God. Well, there's a good question. Yeah, I have to ask her that. Well, she can't be buried with you if she had another husband. Sure she could. Of course she would be. Because there's no love greater than a love with Howard Stern. How dare you? How dare you, Robin? How dare you? Oh, my God. That's crazy no, for she... her husband to bury her with you. Gary, call Beth and ask her if I can ask her a quick question. <laughs> Gary De La Bicio. Okay. Just text her and say, I need just one question answered. <clears throat> oh, that's a horrible question. God, you people have horrible questions. <laughs> that really sets me off. That triggers me. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's see. A lot of anticipation for High Pitch Eric and Chris Wilding. I don't think that segment disappointed, by the way. I was fascinated by it. I loved it. Oh, when Eric turned around, I lost it. See, I should never have seen that penis. I don't know how you were a nurse. (laughs) Chris Wilding searching for High Pitch Eric's penis will be disgusting. I think I'll skip breakfast in preparation. Chris Wilding is the ultimate team player. I can't imagine being near High Pitch Eric, let alone digging out his penis. Uh, I'm disgusted, but I also know I won't be able to look away when the video comes out on SiriusXM's app. Yes, that's why we built the app, so you could see stuff like that. There you go. All right. Oh, and everyone loves Sal's dad. I mean. Well, not really. uh, We continue to receive an outpouring of positive feedback from the fans regarding the Greta Thunberg prank call. Evidently, might go down as one of the greatest calls of all time. It's certainly popular. Sal's dad is at it again. What a fantastic phone call and possible indication that Sal likely does have more brothers and sisters to come. I'm sure Mr. Gubinale has been stocking up on those lottery tickets for all the child support he has yet to pay. (laughs) Yeah, if they come after him for back child support, that'll be it. The Gubinales were so nonchalant about Sal's dad possibly having another child, it was hilarious. No wonder why Sal is so fucked up in the head. 
And finally, I feel so bad for Sal, but it is so entertaining. I enjoyed laughing at Sal's family's unique dynamic. The best was when Sal's mom got on the phone. God bless that woman. King of all blacks, go ahead. Yes, King. I was waiting for you to ask Beth that. That's the greatest question I've ever heard. Yeah, well, I'm waiting for. I'm waiting to see if she'll come on the air. Can I hold on till she gets on? All right, I'll put you on hold. Uh-huh. Sit on hold all day. What do I care? Yes, the question up for grabs is, if Beth remarries after I'm dead, would she be buried with her new husband or with me? And I hope to hear me. I well, really if her new husband is still alive. How could he be so great? And she wants to be buried with you. That's a comment on their marriage. Yeah, that's right. Their marriage blows. <laughs> I don't know if she could make that while he's still living. So this year, Beth hasn't texted Gary back yet. Okay, I'll tell you what, I'll take a quick break, come right back. We'll see if the text is there. If it's not, then we'll get right to news right after these words. Hey, now. Oh, there's my wife. All right. Let's uh, see what Beth says. Honey, my darling, where is she? This better be good. I'm, oh. in, the, I'm in the middle of feeding everybody. Feeding the cats. Yeah, the feeding all of, of them. The- yeah, why are you angry with me? I'm not. I'm sweating and I'm in a rush and I'm the nervous reason. what this question is. And it was one of the qu- questions uh, the listeners asked me. I was talking about oh. how you and I were sitting around the other day and I w- and we were deciding where to be buried. Yeah. And I said I want to be in a mausoleum above ground because I'm afraid that they might make a mistake and declare me dead and I'll really be alive. Right. You, you said you want to be embalmed. No, I want to be cremated. I mean cremated. I'm sorry. I'm I'm spaced out. All right. You want to be cremated. So I was thinking, okay, I was on the air. I said, that's fine. You know, maybe you'll even, maybe they'll take your remains and throw them in the casket with me since my casket will be, you know, readily available and blah, blah, blah. And then a listener wrote in and said, I hate to even bring this up, but what if you die, Howard, and Beth remarries? Will she get buried with you or will she be buried with her new husband? (laughs) 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 Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Huh? I don't ever see my honestly, can I, I I don't ever see myself finding another love like I have with you. So Perfect. I cannot see myself getting remarried and I would really only want to be with you through eternity. Perfect answer. Now let me ask a little bit more of a uh nuanced question. Like okay. something like like on the TV show This Is Us. Even though she loved her first husband more, but she married that other dude. Right. And the uh, best friend. Her best friend, <laughs> his best friend, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Who's your best friend, honey? <laughs> You're going to marry Ralph. <laughs> they get buried with Howard. Yeah, you, you should throw yourself right on the casket when I go. I'm going to bury myself alive. Can I be honest? I got to tell you something. My love for Beth, at least this is coming from me. There's no one I want in my mausoleum more than Beth. I mean, right. she's she's the love of my life. She yeah. really, truly is. I love my marriage with her, and I'm even putting a chair in my mausoleum so, so Beth she can, can sit there, so she can come visit me <laughs> and talk to me when she has problems. But Inside, I recognize that she is a very beautiful woman, and some and, you know she has needs too. And I know, well, not really. <laughs> I don't recognize oh. that. She has needs when it comes to me. <laughs> But God forbid I die and she has needs. <laughs> I don't feel you have needs for anyone else, but who knows? And the thing is, 
let's say she did get married. Let's say, no, I was going to say she, she doesn't ever marry anyone again. Oh, well, then there's a no-brainer. But she does have someone. Oh, a friend? Yeah. Who, like, accompanies her a, to theater. A friend and, with benefits. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> oh, gee. I'm going to, I want to be with you. Always. Thank you. Everyone so, heard it. So you'll, you'll just tell that guy he has to put you in with Howard. Yeah, so your crispy remains are coming in there with me. <laughs> Now, I, I, I fret to ask, what would you do in the reverse situation? Well, listen, I, I have needs. <laughs> no, I'm done. After yeah, you, yeah. that's it. I want to be with you. I love okay. this woman so much. You're never going to have another love? Never. I mean, if I do, I'll keep it private. <laughs> so nobody It'll knows. be a secret. We'll right. have to uh, bring her in with us. That's fine. <laughs> no, she is not. No, it's going to be me and you. Look. We've been through a lot. We have a, a long-term relationship. Uh, you're, you're my you're my best friend, and you will you're be locked. And you will be locked in eternity with me. And in fact, one of the listeners said, "Even I'm going to put your urn between my legs so that it, it actually." Looks I don't like- want that. How about just um, sprinkle my ashes on your heart? Ooh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. But if you're still alive in there, you're going to wake up with her loose ashes. No, I'll be you. dead by then. <laughs> but I'm saying, even her new husband, uh-huh. I guess he's going to be bummed out. But I'm I'm really hoping that Beth holds on to me in her heart and remembers that she wants to be with me for eternity. I really do. Honey, I'm not, I'm not remarrying. You have my heart. Forever. But these assholes are all going to be hitting on you. Alive. I know it. But wait a minute. You know, I have a friend, and she was very much in love. Go ahead. With her husband. Right. And he died. And she yep, remarried. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but there's still pictures of her husband, first husband, in the home. Oh, yes. And the second husband is perfectly fine. Anybody who marries Beth after I'm gone will have several pictures of me hanging <laughs> right over their bed. Watching them. They go fuck them. Not you, honey, but that guy can go fuck himself. <laughs> and believe me, if God forbid I lost my Beth. Yes. If I ever had another woman it would only be for medical reasons medical reasons well yeah, yeah. sometimes you got to get that evil juice <laughs> out i don't even understand what that means you know what i mean <laughs> could have a problem I do, unfortunately i'm too backed up <laughs> oh masturbation only gets so much of that out <laughs> but um no but in all seriousness i i would hope beth would be next to me for eternity you know I will be. You have my word. You probably will hook up with another guy. You're you're very very good looking, as we know. Yeah, but hun, I'm not getting any younger. I only you can seem think to of be. You. We're we're going to be together a long long. I mean, more years. I'm. I mean, it's not. You're the only one that thinks I'm hot these uh, days. It's okay. Get out of here. You just published that picture of yourself in a bikini. There were like 19 articles about that you're hot. Well, you know because it because you know my angles when you shoot me. I made love to you the other night. How fast did I erupt? I mean, it was ridiculous. You were, you were very um, energetic. The word it was great. Yes. You know why I was good? And I think it's because of all of your exercising, and um, you look so good. And I think that you have a new energy about you. It's great. Yeah, Beth, Beth will tell you. Since I started doing uh, Peloton uh-huh. and hydro and all that stuff. She said to me, I was like a, a young man on fire. He's hot. I was, uh, I was thrusting vigorously. 
Well, oh, glad yeah, yeah. to hear I'm, it. Just, right on. You look very, very good. Yeah. You look very she good. was going wild. <laughs> well, she wasn't going wild, but I was going wild. <laughs> she nicknamed me the jackhammer. Ah. Right. Right, honey? I did not. Oh. Yes, honey. Sweetheart, whatever you like. By the way, go to my wife's Instagram because on there, if you want a cat or you want to see what we're up to with uh, all this cat adoption that we're doing, and uh, we got some cute kittens and some adults and. A lot of, lot of, lot. You, this That's you, your source. You know what High Pitch Eric just said to me? Do you want to hear a sad story? Do you want to yes. hear a sad story? I just got a call about two purebred Russian blues. You know, um, Russian blues are very, um, people want them so badly, but a mama and a baby sitting on a park bench where people are known to dump their cats because there's a feeder there. Oh. A mama and a baby sitting on the park bench yesterday in the pouring rain, and they sat there all day getting drenched because they were so scared. So somebody just rescued them. They're at my vet now, and I'm going to pick them up tomorrow. But it is so heart-wrenching, these stories, day in and day out. I think that's why I was in a bad mood when i picked up so i apologize i gotta tell you so psychologically what psychologically goes on in the morning like beth gets up before i do mm-hmm. she immediately goes on her instagram and learns of one horrible situation after another now when i tell you a horrible situation that that one isn't even as horrible as some right of you've I told hear. us some other stories that were first of all really there, crazy there are so many people who are fucked up they have they they take a cat when you take a cat you take you're taking in a family member they're like uh oh, I'll get rid of my cat. And then they, of course, call Beth. And and you're like, you know, you motherfucker. This is a cat that's lived with you for seven, eight years. Oh, I got to move. I got to move. You know, people are just shits. And then, like, this, these people who leave cats out on a park bench to get These cats they know, they, are domesticated. They're aware that it's raining. Yeah. And they should go get those I'll cats. Pa- yeah, I'll post that um, the picture right before they were rescued on my Instagram right now so you could see them. I, I really believe they're purebred Russian blues, and um, maybe somebody can tell me if they are for sure. But another one that I got on call about was about a cat that was a blind cat that was tied in a plastic bag and found in a garbage chute. So that was another rescue yesterday, but another rescue group got her before I was able to pull her. So just so sad. It's also, oh, it's too much. Yeah, and then sometimes Beth will find out about a, a case, and she'll call the the shelter and say, "Hey, I'll take the cat, and I'll get them a home quickly." Uh, and they're like, "No," like they get they get angry with her or something. Hmm. Yeah, just- I'm, I'm I'm dealing with a uh, an organization now where they will not let me take a cat that they have where I have an adopter for. <laughs> wow. It's the stupidest so, thing. It's like they think, yeah, I don't know, I don't get it. What is that competition yeah. about? I don't know. What do you think that's I don't about? Understand it. But what do you think that's about? Me, I don't know. Maybe it's me. I don't know. I don't understand it. I mean, she has. They, they, they'd have room to take in another cat that needed help. I know. Beth has devoted her life to this. She really has. Yeah. And she screens everyone who uh, adopts from from us. Anyway, that's why. Yeah, Monster Animal Leg helps me with all that. Yeah, but okay, honey, I'm going to be with you forever and ever in the. um, Yeah, let me tell that to King of All Blacks. He didn't think he wanted to hear the answer. Let me just tell him real quick while you're on. Uh, King, so how do you like that? She gave the perfect answer, and I truly believe her. But I do believe, I have to be honest, 
I do believe you love her more than she loves you. What? I do believe that. You know, I've been thinking what that. What gives him that impression? Well, you know what? I I kind of confronted Beth with that the other really? day. Really? I said, is this crazy? But I think I love you more than, and everyone is supposed to love me more than uh, I love them. But I believe but I do. what gave him the impression? Yeah, what gives you the impression? <laughs> I could just what? hear it. I could hear it in her voice, but. But what? That's no that's no slight against her. It's just that you you put your whole self in something. Like like you love her with your whole self. Right. Where she might leave a finger out. Like, you know, like <laughs> I, you know. She'll leave something out. That's where ridiculous. you put everything into it. Yeah, I was way more romantic on Valentine's Day than Beth was. You were, but yeah, it's yeah. more of a guy's thing. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced. It's oh, you should see. I got her holiday. gifts. I painted her a painting. painting. I gave her multiple yeah. cards. I wanted to make a list of oh all the things God. I love about her, and then she started laughing at me for that. <laughs> oh. You're like the bachelor. Like Howard, yeah, Howard, I, I, women don't, women don't like all of that. That's too much. Well, I want. You know what I said? Fuck it. I want to show my wife how much I love her. But yeah, why shouldn't he be able to let down his garden just spew? So I think Beth had to run I out and quickly it. get me a card. Because uh, oh, stop it. She, she, she didn't really. Because she goes, oh, I didn't really know we were celebrating Valentine's Day. <laughs> Am I right, honey? On this, you were. I mean, thank you for all the beautiful gifts, and um, yes, you you definitely won that one. And then I was upset because we didn't make love that night on Valentine's Day, and Beth was like, I yeah, didn't know that matters to you. I mean, we can do it anytime. And I go, but it's Valentine's Day. Remember that? Yeah, he's very into. What's that, hon? I said you're very into um, making love during ho all holidays and birthdays, and, yes. and I should have realized that. But <laughs> you, I didn't. See, you see what I just? You see what you what? just said, Howard? Well, go ahead. You, did you just hear her? What she's saying? She's saying that you you want to do things on a holiday, and you want to make love on a holiday, but she really's not into that. Which doesn't mean any. It's not bad against her. Is that she's going to be forced to do that? Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, she doesn't want to be forced. <laughs> All right, gotcha. All right, King, thank you, right. honey. I'll let you get back to animal adoption, and uh, the Instagram is what's the address again, hon? On Instagram. Um, oh, I'm going to post those two cats at Beth O. Stern. Right at Beth O. Stern. Let's, honey, let's pretend today is a holiday, so you know what that means. All right, prepare yourself. Wait. I've been pelotoning right. and hydroing. I mean, I'm ready for you. Why do birds suddenly appear every time you are near? Just like me, they long to be close to you. Go ahead, honey. No. <laughs> All right, goodbye. Oh, dear. I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do love that woman. I hope she's doing her stretching and preparing herself for my lovemaking. <laughs> Just to get ready. Believe me, I'm too tired by tonight. I'll be passed out unconscious. <laughs> You better do your duties. Oh my God! <laughs> by the time by the time I get into that bed, I'll be snoring away. <laughs> Honey, cancel your plans from six oh five to six oh eight because you'll be, be you'll be being made love to. All right, let's get down to some news. I know you might like to forget songs about a rock. 
chick in the sand. I have done it. Well, me, I just can't get enough. I'm in love with me. Songs about Robin sniffing above. You're making me so wet. Ooh, that smell. That's all anybody can talk about. Robin loves that smell. Oh, my God. Yeah, that smell. A woman wants to know. The smell of her vagina. Wow, that was good. It wasn't that good. What do you want, Jim? Hey, Howard. Hey, now. Uh, hey, Robin. Would uh, would you possibly want to be buried with Howard? No. Uh, well, oh, I'm sorry to hear that because I was going to say to Robin, <laughs> if you would like to share space in my mausoleum, I would I would welcome you into into my open arms. I told people I want to be cremated, and then you can throw the ashes in a dumpster right outside. Do you want to be in my? I can put I your ashes in there. I care less about what happens to you. Don't want to be any with me. sort of remains. You don't want to be my third wheel, <laughs> <laughs> my harem. I know I won't be in there. It's no big deal. I would love to have you in. I'm inviting you. <laughs> don't put in a second chair for me. You're not going to visit me. <laughs> Wow. You know I'm opposed to all that. You well, know what? I don't even, Maybe not with I'm me. I'm not opposed, but I don't even care. You don't care that I'm going to be laying there. I care that I could talk to you anytime I want to, <laughs> just wow. in my mind, because that's all you're doing even when you're sitting there. I'm having a bad day. <laughs> Robin Howard. You know what I'm going to do to Robin? I'm gonna, now I'm going to fix you. I'm going to bury you with Fred. <laughs> For eternity. You're going to sit there with him and stare at him like you do in real life. Oh, no. What do you think of that? Right, Fred? <laughs> I'm getting cremated as well. Do you want to be with me? Uh, no, I'm going to be dumped in the ocean. I just figured you want to be with your wife. I'm, Robin yeah. is, you know, Robin is single. Doesn't she uh, have Vincent she, Price's no, ashes? No, she doesn't like her parents. And I'm her friend. I don't even know where they are. See, that's okay. You don't know? You have no idea where they were buried. She asked for the right? What? You, you don't oh, know where your parents pa Thanks, Fred. Well, you, 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 you're going you're gonna to go through eternity with Fred. <laughs> You'll fix me. It feels like eternity now. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to fix you. No, seriously, you don't want... Don't be a big shot on the air. And don't call me off the air saying, oh, Howard, I thought about it. I want to know. No, 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 no. I we had this conversation a, a while ago. Do you I told wanna you when be I was in New in, Orleans. Do you want to be interred? Interred. T-U-R-D. Turd. Do you want to be with me? Is I that, won't are be you embarrassed with you to say even it? in a coffin, Howard. I don't want you in my coffin. Because, I didn't invite you in there. No, I mean in a mausoleum. I'm not there. All right. You do not want to be, have your ashes interred. No. I don't me. care what happens to them. All right. This is a big shot right now. And she's going to go home tonight. <laughs> and I'm going to get a call and say, listen. Did you make a little space? Yeah, would you please? You know, I didn't want to say it on the air because I'm a hard ass. If you want to be with me, you're going to have to say it on the air. All right. And then you'll be welcome. What if I just write it somewhere and after I go, you find out? Well, then I'll honor your wishes. All right. See, I don't have to say it. You know, I'm thinking about it. This is sounding like a, like it's not really being received uh, the way I intended that. But, what? But you should have jumped at the chance to be with me. Yeah, no kidding. Exactly. But I'm always with you. No, you're really not. I am. Now's your chance. You, you don't know it, but I am. All right. And quite frankly, I probably have to ask Beth if she minds having you in there. That's right. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. cause any dissension. That might be a difficult conversation. 
He's the most important person in your life, Robin. Seems like you want to be with him for eternity. I don't care she about does, things like that. But she's that. a hard ass. She I really, I told you, you know, when, when there was another person here who used to talk about visiting his dad's grave all the time, I used to laugh hysterically yeah. because it's ridiculous. A lot of laughs until you want to be there with me. <laughs> Maybe she'll give you Vincent Price's ashes. I'll bet uh, you Bobo, Bobo would jump at the chance. Oh, my God. He'll throw himself in live. Maybe I should auction that off for charity. Come into my mausoleum for life, you know, for death, for the rest of eternity, if you make a big donation. Well, there you go. Who's going to step up? Hey, Bobo. Wow. Bobo. I would definitely, Howard, I would definitely jump in the box. Yeah, there you go. But he's got a family. What about your family, dumb dumb? Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> right, Bobo? I, yeah, I got a mausoleum yeah. in Holyrood Cemetery in Westbury. I got my own spot. I bought it about 20 years ago. Really? I, I'm on th- Yeah, I'm inside a tomb there at uh, Holyrood. I wish yep. it would be there now. <laughs> he's calling from there. Wow, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go in the ground. I'm really frightened about that, so. I always wanted to be in there. He hears me talking about shit, and then he does it. He does it. He does it. I did this 20 20 years ago. I bought this. It's a double drawer. Bobo's Bobo's going to be, he's like an Egyptian pharaoh. A double drawer. I'm going to be buried like socks. (laughs) (laughs) Double drawer. Double drawer. A double drawer with underwear forever. It's got velvet chairs. You sit down in front of it. Yeah. What do you pay a month for that? I bought it uh, outright. I think it was about 15K. It was a long time ago. What are you going to sit but, and talk to Bobo about after he goes? It was horrible talking to him in <laughs> life. Maybe, maybe it'd be better when he's dead. I'll bring my <laughs> book of questions. <laughs> are you going to be buried with your book of questions? Yes. Yeah. Why do they yeah, call yeah. Greenland Greenland? <laughs> Isn't it covered with ice and snow? <laughs> uh, wow. 15K. You own it. Oh yeah, and Lock, uh, stock and barrel. Don't you have? You to... don't. Do you go for upkeep and all that? Do you do gardening up there? No, no, no. This is in the wall in the drawer inside the Holyrood Cemetery. Oh. They have a mausoleum. I'm in. I'm in the. I'm in the wall there. It's all I'm in the... granite. How do you get out? Like if you're alive? <laughs> you don't. Once you they don't. entomb you, that's it. Oh. But it's like the other guy said. Once they take your blood out, you're dead. You're not waking up with nothing once they put that in Yeah, well, I'm not doing it. that. I'm not doing a traditional yeah. burial. I'm going to be above ground with an open casket that I can get out of, and there's no going to be no embalming. Yeah. It's going to smell to high heaven in my <laughs> in my little room. Wait till they bring Beth in there. She's going to vomit. Oh, yeah, she'll come in and yeah. faint. Nobody's going to want to sit and talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bobo, thank you. All uh, of this is uh, very uh, disturbing. Let's, no, let's, it's not. Let's change the topic. Did your buddy Bob Iger tell you about this? Ah, I was a little shocked by that. Yeah, so was the rest of the industry. He abruptly stepped down as the CEO of uh, Disney yesterday. He uh, had a phone call with reporters and media, other media, to tell them that he was immediately stepping down. Right. And going into a more creative position, uh, someone else will take over in that chair. But he has overseen the growth of Disney in the last uh, decade, taking on um, Marvel, Fox, 
um, the the Miramax company. It is just uh, he's been very blossomed. good. He's been very good for the Disney company and distributed its um, ability to take in funds from both the children's industry as well as the adult industry. They own Pixar. They own almost everything in Hollywood. And yes. he uh, just launched the uh, Disney streaming channel. The app. So yeah. uh, he was a major force and nobody saw this coming. But uh, yesterday, everybody got the surprise of a lifetime. Well, when he said, I'm gone, folks, they should have seen it coming. The guy's in his 60s. He's going to listen. It's going to come the time when he's got to step down. Well, He just said this is the right time. He wants um, to be more creative and I'll, do more, uh, I guess, development of projects as opposed to uh, running the company. And he said he couldn't see how he would be able to do it effectively uh, when he was also running the company in the day-to-day. A couple of things I know. The Disney stock fell about 2.5% in a few hours after he made the announcement, so you know he was good. They bought the Star Wars uh, franchise under Bob Iger, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, also that uh, I I had been pushing him him for a senator out there in in California. I thought he'd be a good... uh, Guy to go into government. Wasn't it you and Oprah who said he'd make a great president? Oprah well? and I did back him. Uh, Oprah and I came together. That's amazing. A very big sign of unity. <laughs> and uh, there you go. And uh, actually, Bob Iger pushed back his retirement several times in recent years because I think he really cares about the Disney company. He cared about his job. Uh, I, Robin, I've been uh, crazy. I, I know you're going to be excited about this. Um, right now, the front runner. For the Democrats, is uh, Senator Bernie Sanders. He's going to join us for the news. Oh, wonderful, because I do want to talk about what happened last night. Senator, by the way, congratulations on you uh, becoming the, what do they call that, the presumptive nominee almost. Yes, I, I am a frontrunner. Can you believe it? Me, the yeah. free shit guy, right? Yeah, the free That's shit fantastic. worked this time. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you came close with Hillary. You almost took the nomination, but the well, free shit guy. I got to tell you, well, though. they did mention last night that, you know, maybe Russia wants Bernie because he can't beat Trump. That's right. And by the way, you know, first of all, before I get negative here, but how do you feel now that you're in the lead? Listen, I'm in the lead because the people of this country want a change. They are sick and tired of the billionaire class who are not spreading the wealth as they should be. You know, the billionaires are to blame for everything, Howard. Yes. Absolutely everything. Everything. Access in wealth, and they don't share it. Earthquakes are caused by stacks of money falling over in their mansions. Did you know that, Howard? <laughs> With all jokes aside, though, I don't know that you can win, honestly. I think you're a nice guy and everything, but I don't know that you're going to win. I'm with the Russians on that. Listen, you're not going to vote for me because you're afraid I'm going to take away your money. Right. That's what you're afraid of. No, I am afraid of that. But you give to cats, don't you? What about giving to people? No, I do that, too. Well, don't be a rich douche. Come on, Howard. I'm not a douche. I can beat Trump and I can beat your ass, so don't get me started. Uh, I don't know about that. Listen. You might think I'm Them's Carl, Carl Jr., but... Uh, <laughs> That'd be embarrassing is... if Bernie Sanders beats me up. Well, but you know... Probably can. Some, I'll slap no, you with my weak old that. man arms. You know? uh, here's Rich the Cop. He claims he's uh, for you, uh, Senator. Yes, Rich. Are you First for Senator Sanders? Uh, Rich, are you for... Uh, absolutely. For the... Absolutely. Go ahead. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. First time, long time, lifetime. Fuck Timmy's dead skull. Hey, Fred, my queen. And, of course, Howard Mike. Listen, I called because I feel you should be a little bit ashamed of yourself 
the way you were making uh, names up for Bernie the other day. This guy stood on the Senate floor. Excuse me, I just got done working out. Uh, he stood on the Senate floor and defended you. That's right. I've said that. The only reason you know that yeah. is because I told you that. No, that's not the only reason yes, why, Howard. It is. I listened to you since 19... Howard, I remember in 1985 being a rookie cop in Manhattan. Yeah. Going down to Penn Station, getting a transistor radio to rubber band to my visor so I could listen to you. I've been listening to you for... I think Bloomberg would be the, the best guy to go up uh, and uh, run the country. And I, I think Donald uh, Trump would agree with me. Well, come on, listen, Howard. Bloomberg, when Bloomberg left office... 13 of the city's unions had no contract because he wouldn't deal with them. You the know the city was very well money. off with Bloomberg. He yeah. did a good you know job. Why? Because of that psycho cousin Marion, Rudy Giuliani. That's Rudy was a great mayor, out. too. <laughs> Thank I, you, my comrade. Thank you. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I don't want to get into politics here. Senator Sanders, let Robin continue the news. If you want to comment, you go ahead. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. All right. Yesterday, the guys came running in here with that new uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken sandwich on a donut. Could you believe that? I wonder if they get as excited about new innovations with uh, cereals, because now they are saying that uh, Swiss Miss, the chocolate uh, Swiss, maker. Yeah, Swiss Miss uh, hot chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. They're teaming with Lucky Charms. Oh, my God. For a new variety box. Can you it imagine? It has six packets of cocoa and six of marshmallows in the classic Lucky Charms shape. There is so People eat so much shit in this country. <laughs> That's why everyone's sick. That's why there's diabetes and all this other crap. Howard, do you know what they eat in Cuba? What? Just plantains and beans. The healthiest That's right. That's all they've got. You love Absolutely. Cuba. You I love, love Cuba. You love Castro. Absolutely. Listen. Oh, boy. They've got great baseball, fancy old cars that don't work. And you, who doesn't like Cuba Gooding Jr., huh? Show me the money. Show me the money. All right. Thank you. Uh, Robin, you were saying. <laughs> and get ready for uh, uh, the other day. I was I was uh, reading about uh, mayonnaise you could slice rather than having mayonnaise in a bottle. That's also coming away. I mean, way. mayonnaise has got to get off your uh, menu, right? That's it. Can't have it. And now they're, uh, Heinz is bringing you mayo and sriracha in a bottle. Sriracha? Yeah, it's another kind of sauce. I think it's a little bit spicy. Senator, do yes. you eat sriracha? Yes. You know, I spent time in Vietnam. And, right. Uh, there was a lot of spicy things down there. Right. You know, in the 60s, I fought in the Vietnam War. You did? You know? Yeah, for Vietnam. Oh, I didn't know that. For yeah. Vietnam. I shot down John McCain's play and... That was you, huh? Yeah. And then, <laughs> of course, Jane Fonda rewarded me with a reach around. I oh, see. boy. Uh, you were saying, Robin. Yes. Um, now, this is really being buried alive. Go ahead. A Florida woman claims uh, that a game of hide-and-seek that she was playing with her boyfriend went wrong, and now she's being charged with murder. Goldenrod's uh, Sarah Boone was arrested this week for the death of her boyfriend at their home in Winter Park. Deputies say that Jorge Torres Jr. was inside a suitcase. Right. Oh, my God. And despite his claims that he couldn't breathe, Boone refused to let him out. And the 42-year-old died. Boone is now saying that they were both drinking and in the process of finding him in this suitcase where he was hiding in a game of hide-and-seek, she passed out. 
How old are they that they're playing hide and seek? <laughs> well, he uh, uh, was 42 and yeah. she's 42. I still play hide and seek. You do? <laughs> Mostly with my own channel because, you know, if I get up, I'm lucky. All right. So anyway, yeah, he died locked in a suitcase. Wow. Because of a drunken game of hide and seek. Cuba has a great health care system as well. Is that right? Why don't you go to Cuba? Well, I'm thinking about the next time I have a heart attack, maybe I'll just go to Havana. There you go. You know, We're... they use a uh, Oldsmobile 1955 as an ambulance. Senator Sanders is here because he's making a big push. He wants to get that nomination. Well, Super Tuesday's coming up in South Carolina primary on Saturday. There's a lot at stake, right, Senator? There is a lot at stake, and it's very important, and I appreciate you having me on the air to talk to the people who will make a difference in this country. Right. There you go. They're sick and tired of being taken advantage of every problem that exists. It's the billionaire class. The top 1% is destroying the 99% who deserve better. Wow. It's time for change, Howard. And, you know, I think... You know, I've got some radical ideas if if you want me to pontificate. If you have your policies, if you've got new policies, I'd love to hear them because, uh, you know, maybe, uh, listen. Maybe you can't I'll... hear them during that debate with everybody yelling all over I, each other. I, I, that no, people I, are screaming. I'm happy to, to, to share my real policies. You know, no more moderate, Bernie. You know, if the 1% are not willing to pay their fair share on taxes, we're going to set up a sort of a clustering around this country to isolate them from the rest of the 99%. You're going to take the billionaires and put them, what, like in a camp? Well, you know, with my new plan, I'm thinking of putting the top 1% in the concentration camp. Actually, oh, it's not going to be that fancy. More like concentration checks because right. we're on a budget. Well, that'll teach them for, yes, for being successful. Right, good. 99% of the top 1% are shaking in their billionaire penny loafers. All right. Very good. Listen, I got to get on with the news. So, uh, you just chime in when you have something to say about a topic I'm on. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll try. <laughs> this is very important. Our country is under attack. Guess what, Howard? We're not around for the uh, FCC to kick around anymore, but they right. certainly have that Super Bowl show. So they're now saying the FCC logged 1,300 complaints. Really? After the Shakira J-Lo halftime show. You are whoop, kidding whoop. me. I am not kidding. Wow. They say most people objected to uh, Shakira's twerking. <laughs> Thank God we got off of terrestrial radio. I mean, I mean, can you imagine if they, you know what, you know what, they're all bored now. The poor FCC. When That's they right. had nobody me, talks about it. Anymore. Nobody ever mentions the FCC. When I was on the air, I mean, the FCC every minute with the FCC. You don't even hear a peep now. And look what they're complaining about, people. They ran out of stuff to complain about. The religious groups have no way to raise money. So now they're complaining about Shakira and J-Lo. Yeah, they said they hated Shakira's twerking and J-Lo's stripper pole. Uh, I hated that, too, but for different reasons. <laughs> and the skimpy outfits. Right. You know how I'm they for were all completely destroying what? the FCC. You're for eliminating the FCC? Get rid of them. Really? Oh. Yes. You know, I, I wish I could see 99% of Shakira's... You know, her ass. That'd be great. You like her ass. Add more. They should have had more polls on there. The FCC is too harsh. Too harsh. I wrote a letter to the FCC just saying the Super Bowl wasn't that. I mean, it was bad. The halftime show sucked. <laughs> but I would. I agree. Here's a little of J Lo performing. Oh. One one. You're gonna make us remember that. That's right.
grossest pussy ever. Anything else, Robin? What did he just say? Grossest pussy ever. You know, well, people are screaming about the halftime show saying that it was uh, outrageous to have that on when children could be watching. Here's how children really get treated. This is a six-year-old girl who's being arrested in school. One five. What is going on here? She apparently kicked one of the the officers who was in the school and he decided to um uh put one of those zip ties around her wrist. Oh my god. And then drag her to a police car. This oh. is awful. This is absolutely awful. Unless that child is a billionaire. Right. But of course, I believe we could give voting to a 6-year-old. You know, this would be very important. What yeah. is going on? I mean, why would they get I mean, the 6-year-old kicked a cop, and then uh, he... Yeah, I don't know exactly what was, you know, the start of this whole thing. I think she kicked but three adults. Oh, she kicked three she adults. Three adults in the school. They called the cops. and punched staff members at the charter school. Wow. And they called the police. They called 911. Wow. And then he came in and arrested her. And oh now he's been fired. And they're looking into this whole thing because he never got the permission of the school to arrest her. And the parents are are very upset about the treatment of their child. My parents had me arrested. Did I complain? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Please. The school just call the parents and say, you got to come down here and get your kid kids right. out of control. But, you know, cooler heads did not prevail in that situation. Although I bet she kicks less now. Uh, well, she says, give me a second chance yeah. in there, but nobody's listening. <laughs> you know, Howard, I was arrested many times in my career. Well, you were probably a protester. Yes, I protested many, many times. You know, the youngest I protested was two years old. Really? Yes. I said, Mom, I refuse to eat these vegetables. Right. Okay. <laughs> Luckily, I wasn't arrested. A California mom is going to spend about five months behind bars for the college admissions cheating scandal she perpetrated. She's the latest parent in that sensational case that's being um, tried up in Boston. Michelle um, Geneves is the heiress. You don't know that name? No. She's the heiress of the Hot Pockets fortune. You know, Hot oh. Pockets. What a catch. <laughs> are you over there singing the Hot Pockets theme? <laughs> you really are back to singing, aren't you? It was, I was like, oh, my God, Hot Pockets. She admitted last year to paying bribes to get her two daughters into college. One got as far as being accepted to USC as a fake volleyball recruit. Mm. She's 49 years old and was ordered to pay a $250,000 fine as well as the five months she's supposed to serve in prison. Right. We need to tax the shit out of her, Howard. Right. I mean, yes, Bernie. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it's really what we either go one way or the other. We take care of the kids too much or not at all. All right. What else, Robin? Anything? Coronavirus. Yeah. 
You know, that's going to be like land shark. You know, all you have to do is say coronavirus and everybody runs for cover. You're not kidding. Health officials here in America are saying that, uh, look, you better get ready for the spread of coronavirus. Uh, Amy Klobuchar even said last night that you should go to CDC.gov frequently to see what you should do to protect yourself because it is going to spread. And the disarray in Washington and the administration may leave us unprepared to deal with this crisis when it hits the country. Everybody's blaming a little bit of everything on the coronavirus. A school in North Carolina announced yesterday that it's suspending its study abroad program uh, because of the coronavirus. You know, they've uh, found coronavirus in Italy now, and I guess they had this exchange program with Florence, and they're saying to their kids, come home. Don't be out there. Also, the <laughs> stock market is taking a beating across the world. Every stock market for the oh. fifth straight day, there have been declines. They uh, assume that this is going to have a huge impact on the economy as people can't go to work and products can't be manufactured. And therefore, there won't be products to sell. And the bottom line for a lot of companies will be affected. Meanwhile, President Trump says the corona problem in the United States is going to go away. Wow. Well, that's comforting. (coughs) Sorry. Don't (laughs) worry. I'm not sick. I'm just very old. How does he know that? He spoke with uh, reporters in New Delhi, India yesterday and said the outbreak is under control in the U.S. He said the U.S. has very few people with coronavirus and that the whole situation will start to work out. Bullshit! You know, As with I my said, universal health care plan, everyone can get the coronavirus. Right, because they'll be covered. they're all going to be covered. Right. Yeah, very the good. CDC, meanwhile, as I said, told reporters yesterday that it expects the coronavirus to spread in the United States. So the president at odds with another government agency over uh, just how we're doing with the coronavirus. So, Senator, your plan is to get everyone on health insurance and then let them get the coronavirus because then they'll be taken care of. Yes, with Medicare for all, people can get the coronavirus just for fun, you know? Right. They'll well, get medical you know, treatment when they're bored instead of binging Netflix shows. Right. Bernie makes a point. A lot of people delay going to get treatment for something because they don't have health insurance and they can't afford it. And uh, if that were the case in a person with coronavirus, they're out there longer to That's infect right. other people. Did you, did you realize you made that point, Bernie? Yes, yeah, I, I did. Yeah, you did, yeah. okay. We'll cure, we are going to cure everyone who doesn't own a successful business. Right. Rush Limbaugh, on the other hand, says the coronavirus is no worse than the common cold and it's being weaponized against Donald Trump. Wow. Well, I always like getting uh, medical advice from a guy who didn't graduate college. Meanwhile, while we were away, Rush Limbaugh announced that he had been diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. Right. And he got the Congress, what the the Medal of Freedom, Medal of Freedom from President Trump at his State of the Union address for being an outstanding American. Yeah. Well, there you go. You know, I would have been getting all that shit if. um 
if I got behind Donald when the election, you know, if I wasn't a big Hillary supporter, right? I probably would have gotten. The I don't know. Would Would you get it if you weren't dying? I mean, that's I'm the reason sure. they dragged Rush up there. Howard, I am happy if you commit right now Go instead ahead. of Bloomberg. Go ahead. If you commit, and I have your full support. Go ahead to nominate me as the Democratic presidential candidate. Yes, I Senator. guarantee I will give you whatever medal you want. You're going to give me a medal. Yes, a medal for just being awesome, for the best hair, or wow. just the You would give me a medal for best hair and present best that? Best hair right. award <laughs> in this country. Wow. Let me think about that. I'll get back to you. And you know? a Bernie coffee mug. I'll get, uh, you know, I got to, like Chris Wilding, I got to think about your proposal. <laughs> Robin, anything else left in the we news? We finally got a piece of the pie. Okay, that's good, but what about the news? And Bernie's coming to get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Last night, they had the um, last debate among Democrats before Super Tuesday, and uh, Joe Biden went out on a limb and predicted that he is going to win wow. in South Carolina this weekend. Meanwhile, he and Amy Klobuchar got into it. There was a lot of crosstalk, a lot of zingers, a lot of arrows thrown, Bernie felt that he was getting a lot of attention last night and wondering why. But anyway, here's an exchange between Amy Klobuchar and uh, Joe Biden arguing over who introduced or wrote a bill. 116. All right, let's go right to the action. So I have long supported the assault weapon ban. I am the author of the bill to close the boyfriend loophole that says that domestic abusers can't go out and get an AK-47. That bill, along with... You didn't write that bill. I, did I wrote write, that bill. I wrote the bill, <laughs> the Violence Against Women Act, that okay, took you did that. out of the hands of people who okay, abused we'll her. We'll have a fact what, check. Look no, at let's this. look at the fact oh check. Goodness. The only Thank thing you. that the boyfriend loophole was, in, is, was not covered. I couldn't get that covered. You, in fact, when you were in, when, as a senator, tried to get it covered. And Mitch McConnell is holding up on his desk right, right. now. And we're going to lose the Violence Against Women Act across the board. Okay. You, so if I could finish, um, I have the bill. Anyone can check it out to close the boyfriend loophole <laughs> i tell you you know i don't envy those people having to no. run i mean it's a, hey, hey, hey hey senator sanders what's your beef with bloomberg listen bloomberg you know he isn't worthy to lick my socialist asshole that's all <laughs> oh all right Take he's a in. real good debater up there on the stage Did you see him last night uh, da, 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 da. guy can't even talk he, he can't was defend a lot himself. better last night Come on. i don't think so you know, we got a tattoo billionaire's net worth on their head, so everyone will know exactly. And I'm getting PTSD just listening to that clip. <laughs> All right. If I'm president, though, everyone can scream over each other whenever they want. All well, right. here it is, 113. All right, let's listen to more of this. And leading the United States of America Thank from a moral you, standpoint. Let me ask you, if you could honor the rules of the debate. Thank you, Senator Klobuchar. Yes. So a lot of sense was being made last night. Bernie, you got to yell a lot there. Well, that's a preview of my America. That's the future. Everyone getting an equal opportunity to speak. I think it's very effective. Okay. Mayor Pete told the crowd that what Russia wanted was chaos. And here he is with Bernie getting into it. 114. All right. Let's see how you did, Bernie. Do we think health care for all 
Pete, is some kind of radical communist idea. Do Wait, we Brad, think raising the that. minimum no, wage to I, a I'm living to wage? To the question, Do we think building really the millions of units really of affordable housing no, if, if that we need? That Do we think question, raising taxes on billionaires is a radical let's, idea? Let's talk about what's radical about Oh, my God. It's like a, is a radical Senator. idea. The things you just named It's like the voice. I know. Yeah, uh, Yelling is my thing. That's a total <laughs> mic drop, bitch. <laughs> but the point is, if you, you set it up, CBS, for people just to argue and step over each other by giving them only a minute to speak. Why not even give them an electro shock, like a tiny shock? Right. Every they time they're, they're quiet. One minute is 99% more than 50%. Of what they should be saying at that 12% moment that my voters think and have about an attention span of 12%. And then the best part of the night was when they took a commercial break. And what was the commercial? Uh, an ad for Bloomberg for president. Yeah, I thought that was brilliant. It was. Yeah. It was just amazing. I can't get a word in, so I'll run a commercial. <laughs> Here, I'll get to speak all by And everyone myself. was pissed off about it because they didn't have that idea. They could have done it. <laughs> See? That's a man with ideas. There's a guy with ideas. Uh, we talked about everybody running scared because of the coronavirus. And one of the other things that people are saying they may or may not want to do is go to these large music festivals. Right. Uh, that come up every year. South by Southwest Music Festival is still a go despite some cancellations because of the coronavirus. Yeah, I'm on lockdown. You won't find me anywhere. I, Robin, I'm not going to any music festival. <laughs> <laughs> now that surprises me, yeah. Howard. Now I finally have a reason not to go to a music festival. <laughs> You've always been not going, right. but now you have a reason. That's right. <laughs> and finally, I have been following this story, didn't uh, bring it up, but over the weekend, uh, restaurateur, model, uh, TV host, and cookbook author B. Smith finally died as a result of Alzheimer's. Yeah. She was diagnosed, I think, back in 2013 at the age of 64. She is uh, she was 70 when she died. Uh, when she was going on into the illness, she decided to be public about it. And she went on CBS. Here's B. Smith <gasps> talking about what it was like. To be descending into Alzheimer's. One, four. Do you know the date today? Do you know the month? Mm. How about the year? And what does that feel like? Things like that make me very sad. Yeah, I read her obituary in the Times. Fascinating woman. And. Sad to uh, hear about. Then you were a big fan of hers, right? Yeah, I used to go to her restaurant all the time. Yeah, yeah. I knew her husband. He was always very gracious and um, warmly greeted me whenever I was there. And um, she was making inroads. She had a you know a house uh, wares line, and she was on the cover of Mademoiselle magazine in her uh, modeling years, and then she opened this really wonderful restaurant. She had one here in Manhattan, then there was also one out on wow. in the Hamptons. And so, yeah, she was a New York fixture for quite some time. You know, Howard, bringing it back to the subject of how you're going to die, you know, my wife and I have a plan. 
If uh, if we pass on, I'm going to be turned into mulch and spread across a community vegetable garden. That's very beautiful. Yes. That would help all the people. How, how lovely of you. <laughs> yeah. How very long lovely. will it take <sighs> to compost you? Yeah, how long before I can eat you? <laughs> well, I believe I'm composting at this very moment. Wow. I think part of, part of you is composted. Thank you, Senator, by the way. Thank you for joining us. I know you have a busy schedule. You know, B. It. Smith's last words were, vote for Bernie Sanders. Is that true? I didn't know that. Yes. Yes. We're, wow. we're, we're talking about, uh, the, she's the same person as Cardi B, right? No. Oh, because I know her. <laughs> Muggsy G. Thank you, Senator.